Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 9th of December, 2021. This is The Gap, episode 595. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gura is here. Job, we're getting close to the end of the year. We've probably got, what, maybe two left after this? One real one, guess. I reckon. One real episode left, I reckon, would be <laughs> yeah. my guess. And then uh, the insanity. All right, Halo release this morning. That is the end of the year. That's it. That's it. Pack it up. Wrap it up. It's Just over. fucking put it in the fucking in the bin. Chuck yep. the whole year in the bin. We'll start again next it has, year. It's been a pretty bad year. It hasn't been a great year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, we might talk about that year soon at some stage. Makes sense. Um. But anyway, should we just kick into it? Let's let's just dive into. Or is there something you want to talk about? Anything specific? I don't no, know. Nothing, man. Let's go. No, no. Nothing. It's been raining, I guess. It has been. Oh, the storms. Queensland level storms. It's good stuff. Yeah. Just like, been waiting. Waiting for lightning to strike somewhere and take out my internet. <laughs> I fully expected to happen at some point. Yep. Um, yep. Didn't Heath get hit by it? Was it Heath or someone else? Heath Seemed got, like Heath. His router blew up. Yeah. Heath's, Heath's internet got blown up. Yeah. Which mm. sucks. Mid mid game as well. It just he just fucking disappeared. Yeah. But uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Not much. Um. All right. Let's roll on through here. We got a lot to talk about. Some big stuff. Big week. Uh, we're gonna talk about Halo, Icarus, and a few other things in between. But we'll kick off with Satisfactory. Oh yeah. Um, your your new server, Dell server arrived. Yep. My uh yeah that Dell machine the uh, Optiplex showed up mid it was it was what showed up while we were recording last week um and uh yes took me a little bit of time to set it up because i forgot to account i thought it was going to be like bing bang boom easy peasy but i forgot to account for the process of setting up an entire pc and uh it's windows that's all you need no but 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 like you're not going to buy a pc off ebay and then just like oh yeah fucking whatever they've got installed like no, no, I mean, out. you install I like, Windows. I had to, yeah, fully wipe what they had and then install Windows. But I had to go in because it came with a copy of Windows. So I had to go in first and get the Windows key so I didn't have to acquire another fucking key. Because it's got a legit copy of Windows uh, 10 mm-hmm. Pro. So uh, I wanted to keep the Pro part because I only got home on, on this PC. But Pro has... Um, Windows remote dis- desktop, right? So then I don't have to fucking set up a KVM or, you know, fucking keep a keyboard plugged in or some shit. I just fucking remote in. Uh, so I wanted to keep all that intact, but I also wanted to not just go with whatever they had, fucking whatever key loggers they installed onto this cheap as fuck Optiplex yeah. machine. So, uh, yeah, to do that, wipe it, reinstall it was like simple. Right, yeah, but not. Did easy. you wipe the BIOS though? Because they can put them on the BIOS. As Fuck, well. I didn't. I'm, they've got me. I'm done now. <laughs> they've got me lock stock. So we got all the gap passwords. That's it. They're, they're <laughs> the, the whole shebang. We're ruined. We're ruined. Um, my millions. Anyway, uh, so went through all that. It was a thing. It was annoying because I couldn't. I couldn't remote desktop to do any of this shit, so I had to plug in a fucking other keyboard just for this part, which is a pain in the dick. But got through it all. 
installed Steam, uh, installed Satisfactory, uh, Steam CMD as well, obviously, and uh, installed, yeah, the Satisfactory dedicated server. Again, simple, mm-hmm. not easy, still required effort, but simple. And, uh, and then, yeah, got it all going. Seemed to like forward the correct ports. Uh, gotta be really careful with a computer you're gonna leave on all the time when you're forwarding ports. It's not like you can just chuck it in the DMC and fucking let anyone have like I could, but then why would I have spent all that time making sure no I didn't have a keylogger installed? Because I might as well just fucking spread my cheeks. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, set it all up. You connected fine. Johnny Bravo connected fine. Uh, it seemed to work. I used it since then. Well, we did, <laughs> right? We did work. We did try to we use it, right? And then that's yeah. when we found out that I'd done something. So after that successful experiment, I tried to install it as a service, which was something that was recommended on the on the uh, subreddit as uh, yeah. like the best way to do it because it's the easiest way to... Uh, soft reboot the server when it goes down. Yeah. So if the server basically goes down every time the computer starts up, it'll just automatically run exactly everything again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, well, I might as well do it that way, right? Uh, so I tried that, but it just introduced so many more problems. So so the next time you tried to jump in, it wasn't working. It wiped our saves, all this stuff. It uses a completely different save location. It uses actually two different save locations. So I had to fucking fix all that garbage, which was a pain. And we got like fucking 60% of the way through it. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just get rid of it as a service. Uh, I removed it as a service. You're doing all this th- shit through the command prompt which uh, I should really just set up like some batch files because there's only really like five commands. Like everything else you can do via the console in game (laughs) once you've got the admin password. So there's only... most people now have. That's fine. (laughs) Um, Which I've, you know, we made the title of this podcast. Um... But uh, no, so yeah, there's only really five actual commands that can't be, like that you need to remote into to do. So I just set, set up a fucking batch file and then then do it that way. Probably the easiest way to do it, right? Because then I can just fucking click the fucking batch file. But uh, I haven't done it yet because I don't know things that make thing like life way easier. I just I never do. I just avoid that like the plague. Things that make my life harder, installing it as a service. I'm fucking let's go. I'm going to do that. I'm going to jump on it. Can't wait. Can't wait to fucking wipe a PC after stealing the key from the reg uh, registry. It's my fucking dream. Set up a batch file. Takes 20 seconds. No, thank you. I'm good. Another time, thanks, sir. Um, yeah, so uh, I should do that. I haven't. Because, as you said, we haven't played it since. That was basically the nail in the coffin of Satisfactory. That's how we fucking... That's how we do, baby. Uh, the moment we go through loads of fucking effort to make, make things super cool, that's when we fucking kill it. Uh, <laughs> Wait for update six. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, end of, that's the end of that fucking run. We never yeah. remade trains. We never I mean, made we'll any there. fucking trains. 
We'll get there. We were about to jump back into Ori. Um, we are. Uh, it does seem that way. Um, the um, yeah, like it runs pretty well. Like I didn't. I don't know. I, I, like I feel like maybe we need everyone in there. Like at least four of us, maybe, to see if it's. So by default, the de- dedicated servers cap out at four, and you actually yeah. have to modify the server to make it run for more players, more people. Uh, yeah, I think so. I specifically got a sixteen gig, uh, like a, a PC with sixteen gigs of RAM because apparently, uh, like eight gigs will suffice for four people, but any more than that, uh, it'll start shitting his pants. Uh, that said, uh, apparently even five makes things like super hectic, like all over the place. It's just not ready for it. Uh, we'll give it a punt. Which is fine. Uh, yeah, we've got four regulars. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, how does it run compared to when you're, cause I don't, my experience with the game for the last, um, couple of times we've played it is we've been using my computer as a server listen right? host yeah yeah and now that we're playing it you, do you notice any difference at all or is it pretty similar to oh, your experience same, of connecting all right yeah uh i assume it's laggier for you right? it's yeah it's a little bit like every once in a while i'll have what seems like a lag spike or yeah. or like i'll be looking at a conveyor belt and the stuff on it will just kind of stop and then start again yeah. like it's not as smooth as when i'm sort of hosting it but yeah yeah, yeah that's I mean, that's pretty it's... much the regular experience what are you getting nothing like game breaking 12 ping or some shit like yeah. you're getting fuck all ping that's pretty good i'm happy enough with that i think jb was getting like 18 or something so mm. that's good that's good enough for me um i think i was on eight eight was I, wasn't wasn't Maybe drew on 12 yeah, yeah, that yeah, I think that's how it went. Um The other thing anyway, the other the alternative the alternative is uh, a Minecraft server with grapple hooks. Set up a Minecraft server with grapple hooks. I'm king for Minecraft, so but grapple also I just want a grapple hook places. Every game like I wanna has to have learn. a grapple hook. I was playing fucking um, satisfactory. I'm like, where's my fucking grapple hook? I'm tired of not having grapple hooks in games. <laughs> the fucking yeah. zip line in satisfactory isn't enough for me anymore. Yeah, time to grapple. That's the new. That's it. Yep. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. Grapple, grapple, grapple. They added in Sea of Thieves. We never went back to that. They That's... just put a new update out. I was thinking about jumping in like in the last we've week. Said that seven, season five. thousand times. And we've never jumped They put back like in. cannons on little boats now. And, oh, I saw. Um, you it can create like... your own maps as create well. Create your own maps? Well, like treasure that? maps. Oh. You, can, you can hide... You know, before like you dig up treasure, yeah, you'd be on an island, and be like, "Fuck, someone's coming." Mm. Let's put the treasure in a bush, and you kind of just hide it in a bush, and you'd be like, "I'll come back later." Now you can actually dig holes and put them back into like the grounds, and it'll create a, a new treasure map in your um, inventory, mm. so that you cool. know where it is when you come back. Or if the cool. person manages to kill you, I think they can steal your. Maybe they can steal your. I'm not sure how it works, but anyway, right. like either they can steal the treasure map off you or you can leave it for other people to discover your treasure. And right. then if they hand it in, you get a cut of it anyway, which is interesting. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
they've got a bunch of cool new changes in there. That, that, that's maybe like a Christmas break game where we jump in. True. One right. lunch and right everyone right. just fucks around. Yeah, yeah and we I'm get obsessed. Hmm. Yep. Um, all right, anything else satisfactory-wise or not are we really. good to keep going? Not really. I'd really like for us to not have killed the game after I build a server for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's keep moving here. We've got uh, a game that I've been playing a little bit of on the Xbox Game Pass called Lawn Mowing Simulator. Uh, it is a another one of these silly simulator games. Um, this one in particular, you are mowing lawns and uh, cutting grass. You get contracts and requirements for how... Um, like how you need to cut the grass it might be like it's got to be five centimeters between five and six centimeters and then so you need to like change the height of the lawnmower you can pick a bunch of different lawnmowers to start there's like three these are all right on lawnmowers none of these like uh push pushy ones with the you know handles that you sort of just wheel around no this is a fancy fancy lawnmower um what about those what about those the little the ones that don't even have motors they don't just even like have a motor yeah. push ones like america yeah. america's got all kinds of fucking mowers eh? like they take mowing lawn pretty seriously i we only have had, had like a two-stroke engine fucking lawnmower that you'd push around and me and my yeah. brothers would fight over who had to do it because our our yard was just full of rocks right and oh, so, so the, you, the dangerous way like you there was zero percent chance that you could mow the lawn without getting like a giant fucking gash in your shin from a rock that got spat out the back of the fucking mower. My dad would just fucking <laughs> be like, yeah, fair enough. That's what happens. And me and like, but now, right now, I'll like bang my shin on something. It's, it was basically like, you know how they fucking, how the Muay Thai fighters kick palm trees? So that their, their shins don't hurt and they build up bone strength and stuff, right? That was basically what was happening, except I was like, this was training me to be able to smash my shin on something in the middle of the night and not basically have to start over with life, like not have to just fucking end it and see if I could have another, have a better run in the next turn of the wheel. Like, yeah fucking straight in that was the problem so we'd always fight over who had to do it. that and the fact that um my dad had a a large large yard out in the middle of fucking nowhere uh so you'd spend fucking forever just right. fucking pushing this goddamn thing but in america they got that fucking yeah no motor it's just a barrel with some blades on it and you fucking push it and it doesn't do anything you're like what the fuck and they got electric ones you ever seen an electric lawnmower and they got a fucking hoik the fucking extension cord around the fucking yard and stuff that seems dangerous that's super fucking dangerous you like, <laughs> they're the like how can we make lawn mowing more dangerous <laughs> let's put a cord on the back of I've, it. I've, I've always wanted like there aren't enough fucking hazards we need a trip hazard up in the mix like there's there's obviously the hazard of you know, the spinning blades and like, yeah, fuck. That and the fact, like, you know, I had a healthy fear of the of the lawnmower because, you know, my dad's like, don't ever put your fucking hand near the fucking door. If it ever gets jammed, it never got jammed. But my dad, like, fucking smashed it into me. Like, if it ever gets jammed, don't you dare 
put your hand near the blades. It'll take it off. And so I was terrified that this fucking lawnmower was going to fucking eat my hand. It's never even close to a problem. The lawnmower wasn't going to get jammed by anything. It was spitting literally fucking chunks of Bessa block out at the fucking back of it. It's like fucking cram into your fucking shins. Mm. Like, what was it? What was going to jam it? Fucking, I don't know, insulation or something. Dinosaur bones. Dinosaur bones, possibly. Yeah. Why don't you have any fucking lawn mowing stories, Luke? Did you never, lo- you never lo- mow the lawn? Yeah. Is that what's happening? No? I just. Oh, you just. Know. I just fucking did it, Joe. I just did just it did and it. didn't fucking complain about it, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. Fair enough. Um so anyway, in this in this game, you are collecting contracts. Um you start off by like having to do things you were just talking about, like uh or maybe not doing what? things you were just talking about, but like clearing the lawn, removing right. objects of obstruction that could uh damage the blades. Uh, and then you start mowing, and it is Hold up. Uh, quite quite tedious. Quite tedious. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of what you signed up for, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What happens if you didn't? Don't clear the lawn of obstructions. I don't know. I didn't. I'm assuming you. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Joe. I just fucking did it, and I didn't complain I, about it. I did it. what it told me to do. <laughs> I. So there, there are like a bunch of different stats on these lawn mowers, like. Uh, damage and fuel efficiency and things like that. So I'm assuming that the blades get damaged and you have to repair them. Um, right. Because when you finish a job, you need to like, you don't have to, but you can uh, like refuel your lawnmower and you've got to keep it maintained basically. Um, so I'm guessing if you are fucking around by like lowering the blades and using it on concrete, it damages the blades. And so you'll have to repair them at some stage. Um, but yeah, th- there's, so there's things you have to manage in terms of like, uh, making sure you don't damage the lawnmower, making sure you don't damage the grass. Cause if you turn too sharply on the grass and keep doing it, like you're doing burnouts and, and, uh, oh. donuts, yep. then it will destroy the grass, um, and damage it. Right. There are obstacles in terms of like there are you know you're cutting near plants or like there's a plant bed here and if you go too far into the plant bed, you will just cut plants away, uh, and you'll be fined. Hey, uh, hey, technically though, aren't you always <laughs> cutting plants when you're cutting grass? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, but these are nice, nice people's plants, like rich people, and oh. they get upset. Ah. Oh. Yeah, cut cut these plants, not these plants. Yeah, not these ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so you're basically just cutting grass, and you need to complete the contract, which is, I guess, well, I'm, I'm assuming every contract's going to be like 99 percent because who wants half their fucking grass cut? Seems a bit weird. That um, does unless weird. you're doing those like weird pattern ones, but even then, you're technically still cutting grass, right? You're don't just they, different lengths. Don't they just roll? They roll it in a different way. Isn't that that how they do the patterns? They don't do like fucking different lengths of grass. They just get a roller and they roll it in different directions. Oh, okay. I believe. I'm not sure. I would assume you just cut it in different lengths and then like that changes the color of the grass, would it not? Well, I suppose like the the difference in height would refract light in different ways, but Mm -hmm. I, I think the bend of the grass blade also changes the way it, yeah. it refracts or reflects light so 
Look at us. Um, we're fucking we're grass technicians, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. I bet you've cut some grass here, so I'm like, oi, 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 oi. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you're, you're basically uh, avoiding grass beds. Um, and then once you have, there's also a time limit. So it'll be like, you've got 25 minutes to do this. What? Like, fucking great. I can, I can whack this out pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and then you get the, like, the whippersnipper out and you can, like, do the edges. Oh, yeah. Edging. Yeah, it's, it's satisfying. Yeah. Um, or you can just or do, like, bits of, bits of grass that you've, like, missed in the, like, chunky, big chunky pieces that you've, like, uh, just missed on oh, yeah. a normal bit just of grass. Just fucking fuck it. whippersnip. Yeah. Yep. Definitely yep, do that. that. Um, and then that goes on for 20 minutes and then you're done. Um, and you get a bunch of money. I'm assuming you buy more gear to mow grass and at that stage i was like i'm good because uh, that wasn't fun so <laughs> i didn't play anymore but you love know, you did power wash simulator for fucking power 17 wash simulator is what's fun, the fucking Joe? difference it's fun what is the there's fucking more difference between involved. what how there's more strategy how because you're like getting step ladders and putting step ladders in certain spots and you're changing like the the nozzles on the actual power wash machines and changing up like what types of liquids you're using to clean certain surfaces and the strategy there there's, there's a bit maybe of- that's on the progression path maybe you've got to use like maybe like you start with just rich people's gardens and you build your way up to fucking Wembley Stadium or some shit and you got to fucking or like the fucking like a golf course yeah golf course and you like got to fucking crack out the different lawnmowers you're like oh this yeah. is this is the fairway, so I've got to get out the uh, the John Deere electric lawnmower, crack out the fucking extension cords, yeah, and hoik that over your shoulder and fucking do the fairway with that. Why would you do the fairway with anything other than a ride-on? That's really. I think there are electric ride-ons. They'd have to be, right? Electric ride-ons would probably fucking belt. If my electric bike is anything to go on, mm. an electric ride-on would probably fucking own. Yeah. Do the twenty-minute job in ten minutes. Fuck yeah, which is good because you'd only have about eleven minutes of charge. You'd have to push it back to the charge station. Yeah, or if people were smart, you just get the fake grass and just right. Don't have to mow it. Easy, easy. The old Western Sydney special mm. concrete concrete front garden with a bit of astroturf. Yeah, basketball court. There you go. Done. Easy, easy. Street uh, hockey, whatever you want. It's it's all there, ready to go. Like those two. <laughs> those are the two options. Handball. Yeah. Handball. Permanent handball. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And 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 when you want to clean that up, you don't crack out the lawnmower. What do you crack out? Power wash. Power wash. Yeah. yeah. More satisfying. The, the superior more strategy, apparently. More strategy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Power Wash Simulator has added co-op or multiplayer oh as well. God. So I'm gonna you get everyone Heath. that I know to jump in. I think Heath, Heath bought it, right? So yep. Heath loves it. In. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Lawn Mowing Simulator is available on Game Pass, uh, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, you can play it on PC. I'm assuming other platforms as well. Um, didn't enjoy it. I don't know. Just didn't, didn't enjoy it. Didn't tickle my fancy. Um, the wrong kind of tedium. But I'll tell you what, uh, and, and I'll keep. I'm moving this one here because 
Why not? Um, I did play another Xbox Game Pass game called Bassmaster Fishing 2022 mm. and uh, had even less fun playing this than Lawn Mowing Simulator. I played this and I was like, I'm going to talk about this on, on the podcast. And then I played it for like four minutes. I'm like, I fucking hate this. I'm not even going to fucking bother. <laughs> not even going to fucking bother. This is awful. Yeah. I played it for about 10 minutes and was like, Fuck this game. Holy shit. <laughs> There's a reason why it's on Game Pass, though, because no one would fucking buy it otherwise. Um, it, but it's terrible. It is. It is bad. I made um, a dude in it, though. And did you see the dude I made? He looks awful. Oh, I made a pretty good dude as well. Did he look old? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I made, I like picked the oldest guy you could pick and had like a pink, like a bright pink shirt on and like shorts. Um, cause they wanted to dress him up in like this fancy, it looked like a skin type, like Lycra suit or something. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. You're wearing a pink t-shirt and pants. Yeah. Um, cause there was like his training outfit or his practice outfit. And then he's like tournament outfit where he had like sunglasses and a baseball cap on or something like that. I'm like, no, you just, you're going casual for everything. I sent you a screenshot of my guy. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, it's the same dude I picked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. That's because there's only really two choices. So uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch. Oh my. Um. But anyway, like the uh, yeah tutorial's terrible. I I didn't make it through the. Did I make it through the tutorial? I can't even remember. It was just bad. Like oh, the tutorial is so, horrendous. So, like boring, and everything it did was just drawn out. What a fucking nightmare. But also, like, it didn't explain things well. I was playing yeah. with a controller. Was I playing with a controller? I can't remember. I might have switched at one point because I was just like, I, this isn't working. Um, but it was it was telling me, like, the part where you have to, um, like, you throw your reel out or you, your line out. And then uh, it was gradually, like, telling you, all right, this is how you reel it in. You've got to do this, make it at a certain speed and then the thing gets back to you and then you throw it out again and then it's like all right well, now we're gonna have the fish actually attached to it and it's like a, a, some sort of mini game where you know when most of these fishing game or most fishing mechanics where it's like if the fish is going one way you pull the other direction and maybe stop reeling until it tires out and you reel, reel the fish back in that sort of thing so that's kind of what i was expecting and it comes up and it's like flashes on the screen telling me like all right now now you've got to do this mini game thing but it didn't tell me what the fuck i needed to do yeah which is kind of like do it do the thing you need to do and so my line kept breaking or the fish would get away and i'm like i don't like please, i don't know what you want me to do please tell me what you want me to do the part that i'm missing here because this is a tutorial and yeah. i'm not getting this yeah and the fish would literally disappear within like a second and a half yep. it was Got, and so I'd have to throw the fucking line back out and then I'd get a snag and it's like, all right, mini game, mini game. And I'm like, what do I, do I reel and pull or do I like, what am I supposed to do? And then it'll just disappear again. I'm like, oh. So eventually, like literally this is what fucking happened. I just did a, uh, rather than like a hundred percent power on the throwing the line out, I literally fucking tapped the button. It got to 1%. The line just dropped in front of me. A fish snagged it. <laughs> and then that was it because it was so close that he just got it. And I was like, that was the point Perfect. where I was like, cool, I'm done. I'm out. 
I am so done with this. Yeah, no. Uh, that might have been where I tapped out as well. Yeah. <sighs> what a game. Um, oh, because I was, I was excited. But the other thing is, like, and I don't know if this is a bug, but when it first started the tutorial, it was showing me underneath the water um, and it oh, was yeah. showing me, like, fish under there. And then for whatever reason, like, three steps later that never happened again and it was just everything was above water yeah did that happen for you or that absolutely happened for me but it didn't explain why no or yeah. so i was like pressing buttons to try and get back underwater and i don't know i don't know i don't know what was going on um yeah i, I don't know i don't know who to recommend this to people that are desperate to play a fishing game that's why i, I got it because I was desperate to play a fishing game, Same. so uh, yeah, it didn't even it didn't even serve that purpose. Yeah, it didn't even like fulfill that role. It was yeah. I was I, it, that's all I wanted from it, and I felt like it failed. And I'm like, yeah, well, no. Well, because I got to the end of it and was like, I could literally just playing the I could be playing the hunter and having so much more fun doing that. And I think it would be um, like more interesting, a lot more variety. And right. so I've talked about the like, alternative before yeah. on this podcast, Ultimate Fishing Simulator. Mm. It's on Steam. Do not buy Ultimate Fishing VR. Ultimate Fishing VR. Don't buy that. Buy Ultimate yeah. Fishing Simulator plus yep. the Ultimate Fishing Simulator VR DLC. Easy peasy, my friend. Easy peasy. Fantastic game. And you okay. can listen to like a million fucking satellite radio stations. In the uh, game. In the game. Yeah. Like it's got like a, it's got like a, you can tune your radio. It's like built in. Yeah, built in and, and find like a radio station from around the yeah, world. That's cool. It's brilliant. Hmm. Yeah. We should Absolutely do that. Awesome. We should, we should do a podcast, but also. We're going out live on satellite radio to space. Oh, shit. Look out. Yeah, I saw we were on Amazon on. Music. Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I put us. I think I put us on there. You put us on there? Because I got an email about it from Amazon Music. <laughs> oh, okay. I probably should have sent it to you, uh, but I didn't. Anyway, they're like, hey, we're stoked to see you on Amazon Music. I'm like, we are? <laughs> I'm stoked to find out. Tell me more. I didn't actually reply. Um, yeah. dear Jeff, <laughs> tell me more about that podcast. <laughs> Where else can I get it from? Why, uh, oh yeah, please, Jeff. Would you yeah, like to? No, because you know what I say at the end of the podcast. You can find us on any podcast platform. That is usually because uh-huh. there's fucking tons of them. Yeah, you've given up on attempting to narrow yeah, it down. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, anyway, yep. Oh, let's keep going here. There's a game you've put on that uh, I am interested in checking out because Go oh, yeah. 1.0 fights in tight spaces. It's a um, card-based fighting game that we've talked about in the past. Yeah. Which was in... Um, was it in early access or was it just... Yeah, no, it was early access for ages. Right. Um, yeah, it's a deck building game where you're building decks of these uh, moves you need to accomplish in a sort of like uh, John Wick-esque... Uh, cube or or some sort of room and you need to navigate through this room and eliminate your opponents by placing these cards down moving around 
and um, yeah, it's gone 1.0. So you've played a bit of it now. Yeah, I grabbed it. I went through the tutorial. I'd played it in the demo and uh, I was like, yep, I'm going to have to wait for this one to come out in full before I really give it a punt. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I did. And uh, I was sort of playing it while during one of the many, many times when um, the other obsession for this week was down. Uh, and so I finished the tutorial and I was getting into the first mission, which is sort of in like a biker bar, which was in the demo as well. Uh, it seems like between like early access or the when they first released the demo and now they've just sort of like refined a lot of it. It's, it's a really like, it's a good fucking play experience, right? Like uh, I don't know how, like it was in early access for like, nearly a year right i think uh i, I feel like um because if i had to guess i would say it was around this time last year when we first started talking about it but um yeah, yeah i i think it, they must have spent a lot of time on balance uh back then and i know they were adding in alternative decks uh like which are sort of alternative fighting styles because it's yeah. it is pretty much like a a martial arts um game like it's almost it's almost like what i wish john wick hex had been hmm. uh although again uh well i haven't seen it allow me to just sort of replay the whole thing in one like continuous thing which is kind of what i wanted john wick hex to do as well um which it did but it just didn't look good when it did it yeah it just it was very stilted i, I want it to be like stylized uh yeah. correctly stylized anyway um yeah, this this sort of yeah, this works really well. I would have played more, except Icarus came back up, so uh, I had to get back into that, so I can get to the point where I hate it. Um, but yeah, this is I like if you enjoy deck building, roguelike card games, whatever the fuck uh, you want to call those. Like this, is a, this is a really interesting spin on it because you've got like it's it does the thing where positioning is important in a 3d space or i guess yeah in a 3d space right like if monster train makes positioning important in a 2d, 2D space on a line yeah. then this is on a grid so it would be 3d space um and so yeah that's that adds a layer of uh of complexity that i find is really interesting to sort of engage with but uh at the same time the early levels they're not that difficult. They're not making it that difficult. There are a couple of like I did. I took a hit because I didn't quite think all the steps through. Like uh, I believe it's published by, but not made by the Frozen Synapse guys. And okay. uh, yeah, published by Mode Seven, not made by Mode Seven. But I did, and I realized just because it was published by them doesn't mean you know they've they're involved in it or anything but uh like there is that aspect in yeah. in frozen synapse as well where you've got to think about your positioning as you make a move and uh, in frozen synapse you're able to fucking do stuff and then see the consequences before you commit to making an action uh that's not the case here but it does require you to think about that shit and 
I think it works quite well. Um, yeah, it's out of early access now, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's available to play. Worth giving it a run, I cool. reckon, if you're interested in those kinds of games. Yeah, yeah, I, I was meaning to try and get into it this week. Yeah, um, didn't get some time, but absolutely keen to check out that on one because I did have fun with it playing it um, when we got some some keys for it before, which is great. Um, all right. Next up, we got uh, Super People. This is the. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> from what I haven't played it, but from what I've seen, it looks like PUBG with superpowers. Not not hey. like 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 they took like somehow they have uh, sent this developer a um you know a a Dell Optiplex computer. And they've gone, oh, we can use this to write code on. Like someone sent it to the PUBG Corp or Crafton mm. Inc. And they've plugged it in. And these people are like fucking downloading all like the PUBG assets in the background and everything. <laughs> and then they've gone and made their own game. Like that's what it looks like to me. Or like when you jump onto a mobile game, you like, you, you play a mobile game and it explodes. And all of a sudden there's like 400 fucking rip-offs. And yep. they all look the same. Like that's what this game looks like to me. It looks like PUBG with superpowers. Is it? Yeah, that's basically it. That's <laughs> yeah. basically it. Uh, it's way better looking than PUBG. Holy mm. fuck! Like graphically, way better looking. Um, and it does some some other things beyond uh, the PUBG uh, element. Like, uh, you don't just run around looting. You also pick up, like, crafting gear, and you can use that to upgrade your items and stuff, and it takes a little bit of time, and it makes a bunch of noise. But you can sort of, like, upgrade. You've got, like, tiers of uh, gun quality, and you can upgrade the tier of gun quality and stuff like that. So it's got that going uh, in it as well. So it's not just the... uh, Almost like Warzone finding a bog standard gray gun or finding a purple version of the same gun you can sort of upgrade a version a gun to like a, a better version by finding like fucking paper and a pen in the game world i don't know and why MacGyvering something Some, somehow turning your yeah with with paper two paper clips and and uh aluminium can you've turned your m4 into a purple m4 and you're like oh, the science of it doesn't really scan but we're here. Um, you've got like superpowers and they're obnoxious as fuck. I don't understand, man. Like my dude like landed with a heartbeat sensor and I thought it wouldn't be all that big a deal. Uh, and I was unable to really tell um, except eventually I... Like, because I landed sort of alone, not on purpose. It's just nobody went to what I thought was a pretty fucking big city in the circle. Uh, like, you know, yeah, it's a it's a Battle Royale game. It's a PUBG game. You, you jump out of a fucking aircraft and you land and then you loot and then you fight and then last person standing wins. But my dude, yeah, had this fucking heartbeat sensor. And like... You can literally just see, like, it's not like it sends out pulses or some shit. You hold down a heartbeat sensor and you can just fucking see where they are. I can see, it's third person only as far as I can tell. 
Uh, I think I read that they do have first person. Right. Or they're putting it in or something like that. I couldn't work out how to switch to it. Uh, when, when you zoom in, does it go first person? When you when you ADS? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you, yeah, when you ADS, it does. Because um, yeah. I, I looked into it because I, I, I saw some third person gameplay and I was like, oh, I'm sort of only interested if it's first person. And I, this was on like their site or something that said they were introducing first person soon. So... Well, I'm sitting there with the heartbeat sensor walking around. And I can see there's a dude, like I can see his heartbeat and he's legit crouched below a window waiting for me to come around a corner so he can pop up and murder me. Because he's uh, got a heartbeat sensor. Well, he must. Or he <laughs> definitely knew where I was. Um, and so I just didn't go around the fucking corner, did I? Uh, and then I could see when, when he must have seen that I wasn't going to come around the corner. He like, I could see him like, just, it was full blown wall hacks. I just don't like, I'm not, not interested in a game where someone's got full blown fucking wall hacks. Like from the fucking outset, that's bananas to me. Like, and everyone else has got other fucking, there's like mobility hacks and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'm just not interested in that sort of gameplay really. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't they like make this a mod trend. Delete the superpowers. It's just called people. It's <laughs> well, then you won't. Then you, like, then the the underlying question of the game is gone because up until like for now, I'm still wondering: Are they soup or people? You see, soup or people? <laughs> Wordplay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, it it plays like. A really good looking PUBG, except everyone's got war hacks, and so I'm like, mm. and it's third person, so I'm like, mm. it's not for me. Yep. Gut reaction is it's not for me, um, and also, like, yeah, why won't it just launch? It was like, tick this button if you want it to launch automatically when you click play on Steam. I'm like, yeah, just why don't you just do that? What the fuck? I don't need any. Even signing like up to this clo- this beta thing, I was like, it seems like too much effort. It was like, <laughs> sign up for this account, sign up for this account, and then sign this thing. And no, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, I I just I just opened it up on Steam, hmm. like typed in Super People on Steam, and then it was like opt into the beta test, and then I clicked opt in, and like five minutes later, it was like you're in. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought you needed like some account. I thought so too. Some sort of account. Yeah. Evidently, I didn't. Or uh, Liam, LJM, uh, shared a link with me and maybe as soon as I clicked it, it worked it out, but I didn't authorize it to look at my Steam account, so I don't think that was it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, I'll give it another punt with some more people in like squad. I was playing solo. I, I don't really go for solo. So yeah, I'll give it another one. You know, one person's got wall hacks and everyone else can just have flying or something. Yep. I don't know. Genius. Running fast. Uh, all right, that's super people. Uh, let's go with the last two games we got here. These might go for a while. We got Icarus um, is a game we've talked about before. It was in um, a, a beta. Beta, yeah. Yep. Um, so this is made by Rocketworks, who uh, is led by Dean Hall, the creator of DayZ, the mod. Um, 
and uh, that spawned a bunch of other, I guess, genres. Like it made battle royale big, um, PUBG. So PUBG started as a, well, not PUBG, but there was a, a PUBG S game that started in DayZ, um, which started then went on to really. What well, was a day? It was a, a mod of DayZ, like, wasn't it? Uh, sure like before Daisy was a game, like while mm. Daisy was still a mod, right? Uh, but the battle royale player unknowns battle royale did exist, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it went from there. Armor three, PUBG, etc., etc. Oh, sorry, H one Z one. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Dean Hall went and started his own studio in New Zealand, um, mm-hmm. called Rocketworks, and they've been working on this survival game for quite a while now, um, called Icarus. Basically, you're on a planet, you're su- surviving, uh, looking for minerals, different materials, crafting things, going on missions, and, um, you've got a certain amount of time, at least in the... Uh, the one of the main modes called prospects to do what is needed to complete that mission, and uh, and then you leave and get some sort of reward by doing that. Uh, so we yeah we played well I played about thirteen hours or so during the beta. Yeah. Um, I had pretty mixed feelings about it. I thought it was looking a little bit rough at that stage, but yeah, let's wait and see how it turned out. Um, I've now had about uh, I think close to thirty hours. Let me check. 27 28 hours at this point um i think you're probably somewhere around that same spot i played let's have a squiz icarus beta i played for 32.3 hours right and icarus full game i've played for 36.8 okay so yeah a bit bit more than me um what are your thoughts now that this has hit 1.0 it is out it is officially out there it shouldn't be 1.0 under no circumstances should this be 1.0? That's fucking bananas, right? Like, th- this game is not ready. It's not finished. It's not done. Uh, I don't understand why they would, re- like, release in this state. Like, I get that they needed to have it out there or whatever, but I just don't get this dogged adherence to this idea that they can't just launch into fucking early access. It's fucking bananas. This is an early access game. We are playing. We are playing, yeah, Icarus Early Access. We're not playing. This is not a fucking release build. If yeah. I were to review this game, uh, well, you'd review it as a one game, exactly, right? And it would not fare well, I think, because yeah. they're doing they like it's getting daily fucking updates. It's getting daily updates that are fixing nightly, huge nightly shit. Updates. Nightly updates, sure. Uh, <laughs> But like huge fucking chunks of the of the game are getting fixed, um, like all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're adding missions like as they go. Like they know that this is not finished. They have full plan, ta- like full plans for the first fucking week uh, to inc- like continuously do updates. It's just I just don't get. I don't get why they released in, in 1.0. Why are they, they're so averse 
to yeah an early access because early access would get them so much fucking Leading leeway to. yeah yeah it's um ridiculous yeah i mean we haven't talked about this uh, i mean uh, aside from playing it together yeah our thoughts uh, my exactly the same opinion like i don't like coming into this i was thinking like i just don't understand why this is 1.0 mm. the and that's where my argument starts for this game is like i uh we, we've just had the last 12 months of um games coming out that are not finished or not ready for release but mm. they've been triple a games we've seen cyberpunk uh more recently i guess we've seen uh, like battlefield right and we'll talk about about that later on in the news mm. um but they're triple a games that have a public profile with investors and things like that that they need to get out there whereas this is a um you know more of an independent studio and i don't understand why there, there's there's a reason right and the reason is that we just don't know like we're speculating at this point why this is out there as 1.0 like yeah. were they were they running out of money did they run out of money was there something going on there where they yeah. needed to have it out at 1.0 or was it pure just like they were just incompetent they didn't understand they they thought their game was ready is that the and i don't think that's what it is because if it is that's not good that's bad that's extremely bad if they looked at this and thought yeah we're done like we're, we're good to go um so i think it had to be some other external factor of like they needed to have it out but at the same time i don't understand why they like if they were running low on cash or something then why didn't they just put it out as early access it still would have got people buying it, it would have given them an extra cash flow and they could have spent another couple of months probably at least fine-tuning it and getting it to a place where they hadn't like another deadline to go, all right, now we need to have it at 1.0 to push it out and start working on the next thing. <clears throat> um, but I'm just speculating at this point as to why it needed to be out because it's far and above not ready for 1.0 release. There's just too many problems. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, and I think it's good and it has potential. And, yeah, it's got tons of potential. And yeah, and it crushes me. Oh, by the way, on Steam charts, uh, Icarus is beating Battlefield 2042. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's currently sitting at number 25, uh, but it is dropping. It did make it up to 12th, it seems, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's dropping. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got loads of potential. If it had released in early access... Uh, with a, a, a solid roadmap, the fucking sky is the limit for this shit. Yeah. Right? Like, it has so much going for it. But as a finished product, yeah, this ain't it. And I understand that games are never finished anymore, right? Like, there's no such thing as a finished game in 2021, right? But there's a stark difference between... Uh, like this and like basic playable stuff like things that don't work <laughs> yeah well like there's a stark difference between this and the forest 1.0 right like hmm. and the forest 1.0 went through what two years of well, early access not or even Subnautica that 1.0. think about it we've been playing satisfactory right yeah satisfactory is in a more playable state yeah. than a bunch of triple a games that i've played this year oh, or in the last 12 months 100 percent. and that's in that's in early access yeah 
Yeah, exactly. There's no stigma for early access, but I think they will. My theory is they will worry that there is a stigma for early access and Dean Hall. That is my theory. Is that there is because there is there like the man got fucking memed on about leaving DayZ before it reached 1.0, right? And there is a stigma around the idea that Dean Hall never finishes a game. Because what was that? Their previous game, Station Ears, right? Station Ears. Is, is it Station Ears? Space game. Um, no, no, it wasn't that. I'm thinking that was the Minecraft guys, wasn't it? Was it? No, uh, Station Ears. Station Ears is, is them. Um, Station Ears hasn't reached 1.0 either. It released in early access. It's still in early access, right? And they get dunked on all the time. But the there's a huge difference, right? Like there's a huge difference in the attitude towards Stationeers and the what will be the attitude towards Icarus because one is released as, as a full fucking game and the other is released in early access. And people's attitudes adjust as a result. Like it's one of those cases where they've made the mistake of, of listening to the vocal minority of dickheads who are clowning on Rocketworks for releasing early access games and not finishing them. They're like, well, we've got to, we've got to make sure this gets finished. We've got to finish it or else like it's got to be released in 1.0 so that people know, you know, the, the, we can finish a fucking game, but this yeah. isn't finished. This isn't fucking finished. It's so much worse to, to release in 1.0 and it not be finished than to release in 1.0 and eventually finish it, in my opinion. Yeah. And right. Because now they're in like No Man's Sky territory. But yeah, No, no Man's Sky at least had this... Um, the hype came from, from videos and the creators talking about it, right? Mm. Pr- promising all these things and then eventually getting out there and being like, oh doesn't really do the things that they promised, but at least the game worked. Like yeah. it worked properly. It just was in terms of the scope and the things that it did was a little bit smaller than what it, you know, what it was. Or, or even yeah. like um, Sea of Thieves, right? Where yeah. that was 1.0 playable, but just the, you know, the things that the potential was there. It just wasn't the gameplay loop was lacking a lot. Yeah. Whereas this is closed. A, a mix of just performance problems, bugs, balance issues just it's everywhere so they've got a lot of they've got a massive hole to dig themselves out of because they're at um the steam reviews haven't been popular or or at least they're like mixed at the moment but that's not a good start no and i think a lot of those mixed reviews are because like the servers keep going down they they keep swinging and missing on servers right but there are complaints there are valid complaints to be had here um because because it's not finished right like and and like it shouldn't have been released like 1.0 in this state so to break it down for you you land on a planet and you have a mission to complete and you go in and you complete that mission and that's the game like forget everything else uh it looks like a survival uh, your your regular survival game so it feels like you're supposed to run around pick up sticks and make an axe and then chop down wood uh chop chop down trees to get some wood and 
make a pickaxe and mine some fucking stone, make a house and all this kind of shit. Forget all that fucking shit. If you do not need a house, then you should not build a house. And for the first fucking 50% of this fucking game, you don't need to build a fucking house. Like huge chunks of this game, there's absolutely no need to build a house. Because you can There's no need to build a lot of the things that you... Yeah, exactly. There's no need to build most <laughs> anything. Uh, you can wrap your fucking mission up inside of 24 hours, which means you never need to sleep, and so it's not not necessary. You don't need the crafting bench because you don't need to build whatever the fuck the crafting bench is supposed to build. Like you just don't need any of this shit. You got to like it, but that's the problem, right? It's pitched as one thing, and the play. Uh, what you play is 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 actually different, yeah. and and I think that's got a lot of people offside. And if it was early access, then again they would be able to better shape those expectations, right? Because people would go in and they'd be like, "Oh, okay, I I think I get it." And the the mistakes they make, like the fucking second mission, right? The mission is you actually do need to build a house in the second mission. You shouldn't need to. Uh, but if you're playing with less than, I'd say, three people, three competent players, three competent shooters, if you've got less than three competent shooters with you, you need to build a fucking house because what you're going to do is you're going to go to the three locations and at the first one, they're going to spawn two fucking bears on you and there's no way you know how to deal with bears at this point. At this point in the game, if you have seen a bear... I assume you have run. I played 30 fucking hours of the betas and I, my first, I sneak past, I still generally sneak past bears unless I need the fur really bad, unless it's fucking 5.30 at night and then I'm seven, seven furs short of a bedroll. I'm, I'm still avoiding bears where I can. Yeah. Uh, Drew is face checking every bear possible. Drew's plan is to jump into a bear and then go, hey, there's a bear. That's how he plays. But me, he then dies to the bear. It's not like some sort of giant flex where he kills the bear. He uh, he then gets walloped. But me, I avoid bears wherever I can. That's just how I play. Um, yeah. I mean, this game, this game came in so hot that when we were playing those missions, they were spawning uh, a wildlife like bears or wolves literally on top of you. On top of you. Yeah, uh, and like and, you would see them spawn in meters, in and the, like in front of you. Like the nightly patch, then sp- spawn them a little bit further away, like yeah, uh, so like fifty meters in. away, so that it was no longer as obvious that they were just spawning on top of you. But that should not a that's not something you would fucking come to expect of a fucking finished game, right? Like that's fucking insane. So anyway. It spawns these bears on top of you. You're not ready to deal with bears. What's better is that when you do a similar mission uh, in the desert, and so the second mission, it spawns, I think the for us, they were like level 75 bears, right? Uh, and the levels, they don't, don't matter. Well, they do actually. <laughs> they, they actually do a little bit. Uh, they, they're they're, sort they're of like, like grades. There are grades of these animals, right? And yeah. And the way I see it is every 25 levels is about another bone arrow worth of fucking health, 
Uh, but they don't explain any of this to you. No, absolutely like the, not. The but numbers, there's just numbers. This. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem. Like that's all part of the fucking the knowledge acquisition experience of a survival game, right? Like I'm okay with them not explaining in the nitty gritty, so that so that you wind up in situations where yeah, my interpretation is 25 hours is about a bone arrow crit worth of damage, right? That's fine. I, I think that's that's almost cool. Because it means, like, A, there's room for discussion, right? But you might be, you might feel that it's every 30 levels. Or or it might be, well, I, I don't know, is that a bone arrow out of a blah, blah bow or whatever? And we, like, there's, there's discussion elements to be had because it's around knowledge acquisition that I think is core to the survival game experience. So I think that fucking works. But what's happening here is that, like, a 78, a level 78 is uh, like three extra crits uh, on top of what it takes to regularly down a bear. When we went to the desert, they were all level one. Everything it spawned was level one. And they, like there was zero fucking challenge. Like, some, like we were fucking steeled because everything so like that's that's obviously a bug right that's a mistake uh because <clears throat> everything else that was spawning around us was an appropriate level it was actually around 80 to 90 uh and so there are a, a fairly decent challenge and then it just spawned in level one shit but this was so much deeper into the game that it just came out of nowhere that suddenly like these were the these were the mini bosses. These were the bosses of the fucking mission, right? Basically, like that's what the that's what these these spawns are supposed to yeah. represent. And so when it happens in the second level, you're like, okay, well that is an appropriate, well, an inappropriately tough challenge for my point in the game. And then you get a bit further, and it's so much fucking easier. You're like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, it shouldn't have come out. Like that, it's just out of fucking control. The way, the how much easier. Like they just didn't. Yeah, there's just just been no playtesting on any of this shit. Like take for example, I've got a video up on YouTube at the moment that explains how you can earn about a hundred, uh, well, five hundred space bucks, uh, every hour, right? Because you got this meta currency in the game, uh, and, uh when you complete a mission, you get whatever the mission was paying worth of this yep. meta currency. Some sort of reward. And uh, you can use that meta currency to purchase uh, these space items that you can bring down with you. And the, uh, like a, 500 an hour isn't fucking loads, but the deeper you get into the game, the longer it takes. And so this mission you can complete in about eight minutes. Well, I got it down to sorry, about nine minutes. We got it like my my best time is eight minutes and thirty one, and I like with literally one person with one person. Yeah, I literally yeah. sat there with it up like with a stopwatch up, uh, stopwatch app up, and like I hit start as soon as the door opened, and then I alt tab back in, and then I hit stop when I got out. It was eight minutes and thirty one seconds. That's my best time. There's RNG involved because you got to. Like sometimes you got to dodge bears and sometimes your dumb ship spawns in the wrong spot. But if you can avoid swimming uh, and you can maximize, uh, like if you find berries early and stuff like that, 
Like you can really fucking, you can really wiggle this one all the way yeah. down. And um, if you've got more people, it's even quicker. Yeah, exactly. Like you can actually cut it down to about seven minutes with three people, um, provided provided people know where the fuck to go. Um, so, yeah, you can you can really fucking knock this out. And everyone gets this. Like it's not like it splits the hundred between all three. Uh, everyone gets a hundred bucks, and you can churn this out pretty fucking quick. Um, we. Yeah. So and I, it I just kind of up. makes the, the 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 reward system. It just negates it because there's no reason to do like those missions later on. There's no really reason to do it anymore. It's like, like you do it so that you can get to the point where you can unlock the uh, the, the, next. the other meta currency. Yeah. But I've also got a really good system for that now. I haven't made a video yet, but. Uh, yeah, I've got a pretty good system where you can earn a sh- uh, like a shit ton of that. It takes about twice as lo- like about twenty minutes, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you can knock that one out pretty fucking fast. Um, yeah, there's there's like fucking that's the second one, and nobody's like it feels like they don't have they've got a QA team that tests the game to help. Like, that's the difference, right? We've talked about this before, right? Cunt testing, right? And that's basically what I'm doing is I'm playing the game in the cuntiest way and I have found these flaws. And they don't have a... Like, obviously, they're a small indie studio and it's fair enough. uh, Maybe they don't have someone to do this, but it didn't take me... Like, as soon as I did the flower mission, I was like... This is exploitable. If we, like if if you earn if you can repeat missions and earn the same amount of money, we we can easily get this down to almost no time at all. And like that was my hypothesis. I tested it. Bingo bango. Yeah, oodles of free money. I've unlocked the space pickaxe, the space axe, the space bow, the space knife, uh, the two the two of the space modules that allow you to run 10% faster because you can stack those. Uh, the space canteen that holds enough water to like you drink at the start of a mission and you never need to refill water again. The space yeah. oxygen tank where even filling it up halfway is enough oxygen for you to play for three hours. It's got six hours of fucking six in-game hours. It's like fucking six days of oxygen uh you never need to do that you n- never need to worry about that again like just fucking this and this and this i've unlocked it all right by running this this one this one flower mission a handful of times well you know obviously a bunch of times i did actually get a a, a little bit addicted to uh, like because i i was posting on reddit about it and uh me and this other dude was sort of like theory crafting the ways that you could like cut down the time uh and i know that they've like some people have actually got it down to like four minutes because once you finish if you go in you don't bring anything with you right anything at all uh when you've like and you've got three people when you all have clicked it once all three of you have hit on the flower um you just escape to character select 
once it, it says mission complete and then you cancel the prospect and apparently that still gives you the rewards. Hmm. So we've got it down to fucking literally the time it takes to run to the Just to furthest run flower. Um, so they, yeah, they, they've they've got it all the way down. But as a solo, you still have to go to all three places. So you may as well leave in the normal way. You can, there's like, I've, I've tested and I get so much more out of my speed modules and out of not having to stop to build a knife that it's way better for me to actually live. But the first time I got it sub nine minutes was by getting to the second point and killing myself and then respawning uh, and copying the XP debt and grabbing the third flower because the respawn will put you pretty close to the third flower anyway. Uh, it's just it's it's just where you spawn. Like I've had it actually respawn me on top of the flower. I spawned in and the flower has like gives poison off until it's activated. So I spawned in and had three stacks of poison before I I finished respawning. That's how close it put me on the flower. But anyway, like I've theory crafted this shit. I, I went into full speedrunner mode and tested this shit. And I've got it down to 831 without without suiciding, without like any of the cheese shit, just full-blown running it. Uh, it's very doable. It's very fucking doable. And nobody fucking... That came to me. That That came to me immediately. I immediately knew if you got rewarded each time you went in. I immediately knew it would be exploitable. And that's fucking crazy, man. That nobody was there to say, hey, are they going to be able to just make fucking loads of money doing this? It's crazy to me. And I think it's it's yeah. like it it's sorta of, And it negates the reward system. It, it it undoes the entire meta currency, right? Like it ruins the meta economy. Like and of you know, obviously uh, I don't know, for a game that I want to succeed, uh, perhaps I shouldn't be going out and ruining the meta economy. But like at the same time, isn't it's indicative of the fact that there's nobody there testing this shit. They don't have anyone going, oh, couldn't you just, wouldn't you just... Isn't this just like there's nothing there, and that's fucking crazy, man. That is bananas to me, because it's, it's it seems like something that has to fucking happen in game dev these days, especially right. uh, an online game like Icarus. You have to have you have to assume people are going to do whatever they can to cheese their fucking tits off. But yeah. like, not even that. It's the the. The, the lack of balance in terms of um, like you're playing these missions, you complete a mission and it's sort of, it's like a, a spider web of, uh, you know, you complete this node and it maybe opens up like four other missions and then it branches off to somewhere else and yeah. you can complete one of those and that'll branch off and open another bunch of those ones up. And so we've done a ton of these, mm. sort of been going through and doing them. I'm at level, uh, I think I'm level 37 or 38 at the moment. Um, and once you hit a certain, uh, level, like say level 10, it opens up like a new tier of stuff that you can actually go in and build. 
Um, and the game at the moment has, as far as I'm aware, has four tiers. And I have unlocked all of the tiers in the game, tier one through to four, and I've not built a single thing in tier three, like yeah. let alone tier four. And I've got uh, 36 blueprints ready to go. Yeah. And we've, we've not needed to use any of this stuff because uh, it's just not required to finish any of these missions. And so I'm just stacking up all of this stuff and repeating like every time we go on a new mission it is literally the same thing we're doing over and over again there's no variation at all because we go in we build a house we build a crafting bench we get skinning bench if we have and then to. we get our bow and arrows yeah and if we have to go into the snow we do those things and if we don't we don't do those things we don't need because you don't need yeah. anything else yeah at this point because it's so woefully balanced in terms of like well we don't need a gun because yeah. The only thing you would possibly need a gun for is to deal with the polar bears. And yep. that's the only thing in the game so far that has been a problem until we get to things later on. But bosses, we haven't yeah. had to use Actual any of that bosses. stuff. And I've gone so far past that barrier of like progression, like in, in, in survival games or at least games in general, you're given tools to use and you're supposed to be using those tools, but we haven't had to use any of that stuff. There's been no need to do it. And so I'm not playing the, like I'm not playing a survival game at this point. I'm just playing a game where I run around and shoot things because there's no survival element. There's no, there's no risk at all in terms of like, it doesn't seem to scale and maybe it does, but it doesn't, I haven't, I've had no issues dealing with anything like in terms of, oh, there's three people in the game. Maybe we should scale it. So the enemies are tougher. And so you need to take in guns to deal with this thing. Like the fact that we're able to, to just walk past polar bears is a problem. Yeah. Like that is a problem that the game, because they give you the tools to deal with the polar bears, but you don't need to use the tools to deal with the polar bears because you can just walk past them. And so we've resorted to just doing that because we can cut down you know you've got to build guns right so you've got to go mine iron and then you've got to go make uh trees go get tree sap and then grind the tree sap down to make epoxy and um like get all these materials together to eventually build a gun and then build the gunpowder and all that sort of stuff but if the game allows you to not do any of that stuff then what's the point because you don't need to like it's it's and and it's worse than that because because Icarus is built around self-optimization, right? So like other ga- like the forest or Subnautica or whatever, you build these things uh, almost because you can, right? Uh, Subnautica yeah. is a bad example. But the forest, uh, you build like better and better stuff because you can and because, yeah. you know, you can't get past Armsy or Legsy without fucking – without this shit most of the time in this and persistent as well and, and because and because you are never going to leave this this yeah, instance it's your, of the world, it's your right? base exactly uh so you build it up because it's theoretically where you're supposed to go to like the forest had a little bit of an issue towards like the last third i guess where you just don't go back to base right there's just no yeah. need you just fucking run on to the end but hardly an issue for the like for the game Icarus right in in their efforts to pursue a actual end game uh like an end uh state for each 
play session, Icarus has created a situation where self-optimization is flat out a necessity. So when I was saying before, the idea is to go in and do the fucking mission, right? You go in, you get the fucking mission done, you get the fuck out. Everything else is... Thank you. Uh, is aside from that, right? That is that is Icarus to the fucking core. So you don't build a house if you don't fucking need to. And if you are building a house, you are pissing away time building something that is completely unnecessary. And you can extrapolate that concept to fucking every part of the game, right? As soon as you realize... You don't need to build a house if you're not going to stay long enough to actually have to sleep or you you only build a house when it ticks over to 5.30 and you realize you're still out and about and you need to fucking sleep so you can knock out the night. Like as soon as you realize that and you apply it to everything else in the game, it cascades. It cascades in an uncontrollable way, right? You can't stop that that train of thought there's no reason to build a fucking gun which requires like if it's like the beta it was about a hundred fucking iron right which requires god that's 200 iron ore because it's two iron per iron bar mm-hmm. uh and it's it's like about a hundred iron including the benches and stuff but i think most of it's in the fucking gun itself right so to get two guns is almost double that. It was like 175-ish uh, iron. That's that's out of control. That's so much time to spend acquiring a resource that yeah. you just don't fucking need because why would you use it? What possible reason would you have to get a gun when the only thing that requires it is easily fucking avoided. And even if it wasn't easily avoided, you would crunch the fucking numbers to work out, is it easily avoided? No. Is it challenging but still possible to avoid it? You would crunch the fucking numbers, and if it takes less time to tediously sneak past it, than to build a fucking gun after mining 200, or I guess at that point, like what, fucking 350 fucking iron ore. Yeah. Plus all the things s- that are required exactly. extra yeah. to build. Yeah, all the other get shit. get to that place. You would sneak past it. You would sneak past it every fucking time. And that's the problem, yeah. right? Self-optimization leads to a scenario where people will take the path of least resistance where possible and... Icarus is built around that exact player play loop. Like that's the gameplay loop of Icarus is self-optimization to a fault. And it can't fucking it can't do anything about it. It's built from the core up that that's what it's about. And so the what they need to do is they need to rebalance the price of everything so that self-optimization leads to a scenario where your best option is to actually build all this shit, right? That's if, they, if, that's the, if that's the gameplay loop they want, right? If the gameplay loop they want is people go in and, and actually engage with the survival mechanics, then they need to make that 
the most optimal play path. We're going to talk about this a bit more in the next fucking game, right? Um, we're going to talk about a lot of Icarus-related shit in the next fucking game because there's actually a lot of fucking parallels. But, uh, like, it might not might not seem like it, but there are a lot yeah. of fucking parallels. But, like, yeah, if the most fun or the, sorry, the best, the uh, best way to play according to whatever metrics you have, like, laid out, isn't fun it doesn't fucking matter that is the developer's fault it's not the player's fault uh it is the is the developer's fault for failing to balance the game correctly so right. that the fun way is the optimal way that's and that icarus icarus exists in that state 1000 percent like i think a bunch of this stuff works in the sandbox environment because yep. you are exploring you are you are landing in this world and you're building a base um accumulating these resources um leveling up your character like getting from you know a level zero up until level 30 and you've got this persistent character on a persistent world that you are running out and exploring caves and coming back and like you know basically when we were playing in the beta we were doing a bunch of this stuff but the moment you introduce missions mm. that are on a time limit that require you to um that you don't really get a lot out of like even when you can complete them this is because we've just talked about that whole situation right because we've broken um, the economy yeah yeah a broken economy and then giving you so many like uh experience points that to the point where you're getting too many and you're accumulating skill new skills way too quickly and then not having to use any of that stuff it just breaks that whole mission structure completely and so you end up in this situation where uh nothing that you're getting out of the game like it doesn't matter anymore so we're playing it Every every single mission that we go, we play pretty much exactly the same, apart from, all right, we're going to the desert or we're going to the snow because we'll have to craft yeah. different gear to wear, and that is the only yeah. variation that we're finding at the moment. Um, yeah, and it's just like so, and and uh, there's that there's that other element that you didn't mention, which which is like the time pressure that a mission creates has the stakes are so fucking high that you can't ignore them, right? The stakes for failing to complete a mission in time are the deletion of your character. Your character. <laughs> I think, because we, we were talking about this the other day, I think that is insane. I Purely, don't have a problem with it. No, no, I, I get it. Like, there, I think it's an interesting idea, but at the same time, like, life happens. Like, what if I am in a, a three-hour, sorry, a three-day game and... Um, we run into an issue where we had, which we, you know, which we had last night where the mission didn't complete for us. And mm. it was like, well, maybe we'll come back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. And so I log off, you guys fuck around with it and you can't get it to work right. And so you leave, right? And now all of a sudden I've got two days left, but something happens. I have a family emergency or, or something like that. And I, I have to leave. I can't play fucking video games for two days, right? And mm. I come back and I lose my 40-hour progress character. Like, then what? Do you think I'm going to come back to that game? I'm probably going to fucking delete it and send a lawsuit to somebody because <laughs> fuck them. Um, 
like, yes, I think it is an interesting idea, but I think in practice, it just doesn't work properly. Like the way that unfortunately things just happen. And sometimes people can't get to their computer to leave the, like the penalty I think is too harsh. I think there is a way to have that in there, like an Iron Man mode or, um, you know, that XCOM has where if you die, like that person is permanently dead. But having that be the default thing where, you know, people play a lot of games casually and if they can't, you know, they may play once a week and you're eliminating such a huge chunk of your audience if you're sort of limiting them to six I actually six have days. a theory on how they could do it. Hmm. I don't know if you'd be about it. But I have a theory on how they could do it. Uh, and, and my system right because you can respawn in game and it drops what i presume is a clone of you into into the respawn area right right and so i guess the theory is you know the clone i don't know if there's a fucking i don't know how robust the narrative is story for this game but uh yeah like i like the narrative beats that i've heard but i don't know how fucking deep they've gone i don't know if they've got like a full narrative bible or whatever the fuck the law master or some shit um, there's a man sitting in a back room <laughs> like a giant a long book. beard and yeah, <laughs> yeah writes with a quill um yeah i don't know how deep they've gone up but my like i think what they could do is and they could even have a mission right uh-huh where you have to make a new character when someone gets left on a prospect you yeah, have rescue to- them well, you can't rescue them, but you can rescue their DNA or something. Yeah. And instead of if you're if you're if you are getting the DNA, if it's your DNA that's being rescued, instead of getting paid for this mission, you have to pay for the mission. That yeah. is how I do it. You have to pay two hundred space bucks NFTs. to get your shit back. Yeah, NFTs, mad NFTs. Um, yeah, your character is an NFT, and I don't understand NFTs. Anyway, um, yeah, that's how I would do it, right? Because I agree, uh, life happens, and there will be reasons why people will lose characters that are completely outside of their control, and that experience is going to suck fucking dick. Uh, but it is actually pretty core to the game itself and so you can't eliminate it fully in any circumstance what they could do is this is 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 a rescue mission where you rescue the dna and that revives the character and you get your character back you have to there is a price that you have to pay and it would be time and it would be in-game space currency and then you get shit back and you would have to make another character. And so you might wind up getting attached to that other character. Like there's all that. I think this would be a pretty fucking robust solution yeah. for this problem. And it Because the alternative is I'm not playing anymore. Exactly. That, that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like I 100% agree. If I lost my character just due to like, I don't know, the fucking heat lightning takes out my internet yeah. and I can't get back on. Yeah. Your computer, your computer, it. you lose a, uh, your computer blows up. You lose your graphics card, yeah. and you can't buy a graphics card anymore because nobody can fucking buy a graphics card. Can't buy now a graphics what? card, and then Dean Hall comes in. He's like, "Fuck you, cunt! How about yeah. this as well, motherfucker?" And you're like, "Oh, Dean, come on, man! I just lost my graphics card." He's like, "You stupid bitch! <laughs> it's kicking you while you're down." You're like, "Come on, man! That's rough. 
That is rough. I, I love DayZ. I said such nice things. He's like, you fucking moron. You idiot. <laughs> the long con. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, I, I think yeah, that is something that needs to be addressed. Um, but anyway, like it's... But, but yeah, uh, we just touched on it. Like we were playing last night and we had a mission just completely bug out on us where we couldn't finish it. And yeah. it was a mission that we spent like a decent amount of time mm. trying to finish. Um, and for whatever reason, we had to go build a base in the snow, um, which again, the requirements of the actual mission were just weird anyway. Like they, they are, are telling you to go build this thing in the snow, but we were just like, well, why don't we just build everything in the forest and then we'll just pack it all up and literally fucking move it Carry into the snow. There. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be easier. So we, that's what we did. Literally but when we, we got did. there, we built it all and it, like, it wouldn't check off a bunch of the things that we built. The really um, easy ones we couldn't ones figure too. out. Yeah. It was like build a bunch of bed rolls. I was going to say bread rolls because um, that's what <laughs> we call them. That's what but we call them. it was like build bed, bed rolls, like six bed rolls and... Um, a cooking stove and like oh sorry cooking station a stove and so, a bunch of other things and it just wasn't ticking off like the things that we built and i think you like you had to at that point we'll push for time like i had to go make dinner you had to go make dinner um and again we're on a time sensitive mission where we need to do it in a certain amount of time otherwise we're fucked but yeah. we, we still have plenty of time like we're still we're still going to get to the end no matter what uh but we couldn't figure out what was wrong. And so like you left, we, we tore down the house. We rebuilt the house a little bit somewhere else. We tried a different building structure. Like maybe it doesn't like that the fucking roof is slanted or something. So we just, I built like a flat roof, put everything back down. Didn't matter. Didn't fucking care. Um, we needed, so, so it I, needed to be, yeah, six bread rolls in a warm and enclosed space. Our final, like, you weren't there for it, I think, but our final wrap-up attempts involved building a full-blown fucking stone house, ferrying yeah. it into the snow, uh, and then building a fireplace. Didn't work. It was fucked. It was just broken. But it wasn't. It also wasn't ticking off one of the just the oxidizer. Yeah, and yeah, the oxidizer is super easy. Like you make that. I like make that thing within three minutes of starting level. Uh, if I if I deem that I need a fucking ox oxygen. Uh, injection. Yeah. All right. And so that's like two out. What? How much time did you guys spend? Two and a half hours, maybe two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And Easy. Wasted. Completely wasted. Completely wasted. Um, yeah. And, uh, and that's if like, all right, well, they're rolling out a patch tonight. Maybe that'll fix it. But at that stage, like we just cut our losses and go right. to the next mission. Or so like, we do we even go back to that mission? Fucking left. Um, I don't know how it works for you, right? Do you you log in oh. and just leave, or so, so you guys left, right? I I because I was like, well, fuck, I need to go in there and leave, otherwise, you know, if something happens and and I can't get to my computer, then mm. goes my character. So I spawned in. Literally, there was a fucking polar bear outside the front door, uh, <laughs> that had it. It wasn't there before. <laughs> And so I fucking like this is on the location where you're supposed to build this thing. We it wasn't I don't know, it wasn't there when we were playing at all. No, and so they spawn in we worked this out, right? They spawn in relative to the current host. Well, I don't know. They absolutely do. It must because we were testing this, right? We were well, um Yeah. 
we were having problems trying to get materials because it no animals were spawning and so we would have to be like hey job come over here because because i was we hosting. can't because you were hosting right and then you yeah. were building the uh the building that we needed to do so you were getting like wood and stone and that sort of stuff while drew and i were out killing animals so we could get leather and bones and that sort of stuff but the animals weren't spawning unless you were nearby and so we would then have to drag you away from whatever you were doing not even that far like fucking 50 meters to try and get the animals to spawn um and it wasn't just this one map because we noticed it before it was doing it on a different mission and also a couple of days i think a day or two earlier when we were running around on another mission and i was like i can't fuck i haven't seen an animal in 30 minutes and i because i wasn't with you guys i was with i was somewhere else and so it just doesn't like either that is a bug where there's some sort of weird memory leak that just stops it from happening or it was literally no it was happening from the start of levels we noticed like when we we restarted with a different host and it was happening it's absolutely host related Uh, and so now you're limiting what other players can do yeah because there's no you're limiting their survival aspect because they need to follow everyone around which i do think it's biome linked i think there's something to that i'm still not 100 percent sure on it but yeah it's definitely host related I think it's got something to do with the fact that I was so close to the the snow biome. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Sandy, that was quite frustrating. Um, but anyway, like uh, there, there's a bunch of other issues. I think performance-wise, this has been a problem during the when we were playing the beta. It doesn't run great. It runs... Even the more people that join, the worse it gets. Um and even then like because heath was thought because heath was playing with his team was like oh, i don't have any performance issues my game's fine and then it got to a point where we were getting like 15 frames yeah. at one specific spot and he's like yeah okay this game is something's wrong with it yeah like it just doesn't run great at all um just uh strange bugs like ui things that aren't finished uh like we were eating um at the start when it first launched like you would eat a watermelon it would just be like icon missing type of stuff um there is missions that are saying like coming soon on the main screen like they're not they're not there yet uh yeah it's just it's missing a lot of just basic things that should be there at this point of the game it's uh, extremely disappointing um I had a lot of fun with it though. I mean, I tilted my fucking tits off in that mission yesterday. I tilted yeah. my balls off, but I've been having a lot of fun. There's something like they have tapped in really well to that survival game aspect uh, of the the cat herding aspect, right? right? The amount of times I I cannot believe how many times I've rediscovered the fact that you and Heath are incapable of reading a compass. It is out of control. Uh, I can read compass. I just like to look at the map, and the map fucking UI is horrendous. <laughs> with the with the like, here is where I am. Here is it's blue, it, and then it it's got a green fucking a line sticking out of it, and then another it's green horrible. line, and then your name, and that fucking line moves all of the time, and I'm like, I can't see who is who. Who, who is green? Uh, who is the green fucking arrow with the blue thing sticking out of it? Or who's the red one with the yellow? I'm like, who designed this? Like a fucking crazy person? 
Like you say you can people. read, you say you can read a compass, but how many times have I been like, no, head north, and you're like, I don't know which direction, I don't know which direction I'm facing, because you're looking at the map and you're trying to see where the arrow is facing. I'm like, just look at the fucking N. I don't want to look at the compass. I want to use the map. At the top of your fucking screen, you're facing north. No, I don't want to use the map. Unbelievable. I don't want to anyway, use the compass. I want Heath to use the map. has the same problem. Uh, Heath, it's probably exacerbated for Heath because he's colorblind. <laughs> so all of the colors are just the same. He's just like, well, I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, the fucking. No, but it's like when, when someone says, oh, it's near me and I have to click the map and I'm looking like, Who, where's Job? And then I'll, I'll be like, oh, there's Job. And I'll run oh, no. to. I'll run to Job and I'm like, agree. click the map button. I'm like, wait, Job's fucking south. What the fuck? All I right. totally agree that the map UI is not good, but still, still mm. comedy. Um, yeah, I think the start of the game, like that staff loop is really good, but then you get to a point where nothing, like it doesn't matter anymore. Like nothing else you do. And so it's like, well, I don't need to go get iron. And so they're missing... And it comes back to the balance problem of of just it's not scaled properly. Oh yeah, like yeah, there's there's definitely there's a there's layers of economy problem, right? Like layers of problems with the economy, right? The space economy's fucked, or at least we fucked it because uh, my YouTube's gone wide. Um, their in-game economy is fucked. The like the the material economy is fucked. Because uh, it doesn't correctly incentivize, well, it it doesn't incentivize players to engage with it. Uh, the the health economy is fucked because, good lord, the fucking health totals on some of those fucking animals are out of control. That fucking that black wolf that we fought. Oh yeah! Holy what the fuck. fuck! What a fight! That I forgot was. about that. Holy shit! It was. And I went and looked, and I did get 300 fucking XP for that because only the person who gets the killing blow gets, Which the, is insane. gets the kill total That's XP. That's so dumb. Fucking hilarious. It should be like they've got a, they've got a system in place where it's like shared XP. So if someone's doing something, they get a share of the XP. But if you are killing some, like something in the game, this, it shouldn't be shared. It should be split but yep. like equally, not yep. like... Job gets 4,000 XP for killing this thing and everyone else gets 400. Like, no, we all fucking fired 45 arrows into this thing each. Was Job probably missed half of them anyway. When we were rolling through the desert and you were killing elephants and yeah. I was getting the killing blow on them, like I was waiting yeah, and then... <laughs> then why are you so far behind me still in leveling? Oh, it's funny as shit. You've played 10 more hours and you're still like <laughs> six levels behind me. Because I keep doing the objective, my friend. Uh, I keep mm. playing the objective instead of playing for solo points. Yeah. So we're killing this fucking wolf. Holy fuck, But man. it gets stuck in like a rock. And so someone's standing on top of the rock. It was me. I was on top of the rock. It was aggroed <laughs> on me and I'm standing on top of this rock and it's like stuck trying to jump up the rock. But there's like a yeah. little overhang of this rock and it's stuck underneath it and it can't get up to me. It was actually hitting me if I was like close enough I and I couldn't work out where close enough was, but it was actually getting hits on me. Um, and yeah, you guys are all just standing around it, fucking firing fucking arrows into this thing. And I have no idea how many fucking arrows you guys must have fired, but it literally looked by the end of this fight, it looked like a fucking porcupine. Like, <laughs> 
It looked like a goddamn porcupine. And better still, our solution was to start lighting it on fire. <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. You guys like ran out of arrows and ran up with a fucking, with your torches and just started trying to light on, and it worked. Holy shit, man. That was cooked. So the health economy's fucked. Like it's it's so many layers of fucked economy in this game. Uh and that's the problem because that is stuff that you would fix in an early access period. Right? Like yeah. if a game was out in early access and the economy was broken, they'd be like, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah. We'll just But when they were but when this was in beta, mm. they were fixing the how many fucking wolves do we spawn in? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, because we were playing and it was just like constantly wolves and wolves and wolves. And you're like, I'm just trying to build a base and there's like three <laughs> wolves and a bear teaming up to kill me. And, and that like, was the patches. Yeah, fair enough. And I was what like, oh, maybe we gave you more wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think they're at a good spot in terms of like dishing out. Like the animal life seems pretty good when you're near the host, at least. Um, that stuff seems to work pretty well. It's just the and, and the start of the that first loop um, as you get to like tier one to tier two, but any progression past tier two at this point is just unnecessary in the the way that we're playing it. Um, yeah, purely because it's not needed at, at this stage. And, and I think what will happen is like when we get deep. Like the problem is right. The other the the other small problem. This is not a huge problem, and it might be a problem with the way we're playing. But I have unlocked loads of fucking missions. And what is happening is I am dragging you guys into missions I've unlocked. And you guys are completing those missions, but you haven't unlocked the missions on the branch before it. Yeah. And when you reach those missions, it doesn't count as doesn't mission it? completed. No, it doesn't appear to. Because otherwise uh, you motherfuckers that's... would have completed so much other more shit. Uh, and so... I've unlocked all this stuff and you guys haven't. And so I actually am up to some missions which require going deep into tier three, right? But you guys haven't. And so there's there's no reason for you to engage with any of that shit. Like there are missions where you you got to make like your own biofuel generator and stuff so that you can like power uh, stuff. There's stuff like that stuff exists in the game. It's yeah. just so deep, so much deeper than what the XP gain rate actually provides. And like XP, like it's not like you're at level 30 fucking whatever because 37. you have been 37 because you've been fucking ripping the shit out of uh, this this flower mission, you you get fuck all XP out of the flower mission, actually, which is why I'm Hunting so much further like behind you. Ridiculous. Hunting makes you fucking loads of XP, uh, especially when you, you get desert? deeper. Yeah. You just belt everything. Well, you, uh, get, you get like a level every three minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's, that's the real problem is that, yeah, you just wind up in these situations where you, you are making way too much XP and there's no reason for you to engage with any of this shit at the point at which you've leveled to it. Like, I reckon we'll be level, you'll be level 45-ish, 45 plus by the time we get to a mission where you actually need to delve into the tier three of your fucking blueprints. Like, there's just no reason. It's just unnecessary. And it's just ridiculous to me. Uh, it's, it, again, another broken economy, 
really. That's the that's the tale of Icarus is just broken economies all over the fucking place. And really, these are balancing issues, issues that can be balanced out during an early access phase when you've got, what, 50,000 50, yeah. fucking QA testers, you know? Yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because I am, like I said, I'm having a load of fucking fun with it. We have had some fucking good times playing it. Um, I just... I can't not see what's wrong with it yeah. because it's so front and center. And my options are to either exploit the economy while I can uh, because it is a game about self-optimization or not play it at all, really. Yeah. So I've been exploiting. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, it's the type of thing where I feel like if they had you know, early access for six months or so, they could, they've got all that data to look at the missions and be like, all right, this is what's working in this mission. This is what isn't working. Um, and then they start tweaking a bunch of that stuff. But instead, it's sort of just been let loose and just blasted through all these missions and not needing to play the actual game that the tools, you know, in the way that the tools have been given to you. Yeah. And so that's a, yeah, a massive, massive issue. The problem with broken economies too is that they make a game feel bad in ways that people can't really put their finger on. They were like, oh, the XP is broken or uh, like, oh, this, this broken. I didn't like, I didn't get my reward for this mission and that sucks. And they can't work out why it sucks because economies are extremely difficult to fucking get a, a handle on, right? And, and the impact on a game is extremely difficult to get a handle on. And so you will see a lot of reviews that are like, you know, there's no reason to do this. Oh, I've played it for way longer than you should and it's just so boring because you wind up doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. and what they're not really, like, what they're missing is is the the key element and or the in this case the multiple key elements, the stacking, the cascading effect of all these broken economies. Uh, which is why it's so important to get this shit right before a game leaves early access or leaves beta. But yeah, yeah. anyway. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about Icarus for this at this stage? I think it is worth wishlisting. Yeah, it's got a ton of potential. Just it's in a not a great spot. spot at I think it's six um, months to a year. We might like, well, assuming we're not complete converts to Sons of the Forest by then, uh, and we probably will be. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I reckon revisit in half a year to this time next year. Maybe mm -hmm. this time next year we'll be fucking balls deep playing Icarus again. I don't know. Yeah, or Satisfactory Update 7. Um, <laughs> all right. Cool, that's Icarus. It's available now on... Uh you can get on Steam if you want to. Uh, do you want to jump into Halo Infinite or do you want to break? What do you want to do? Uh, let's do it. All right. Halo Infinite, out now. It's as of five hours ago. It's officially as of five out. hours ago, yeah. From one unfinished game to another. <laughs> yeah, the continuing trend of this year. Yeah. Uh, because Halo Infinite isn't isn't a finished game under any circumstances. There's no fucking way. It's 60% done. But what Halo Infinite, what 343 Industries did 
that that Rocketworks didn't is they got it into a state that appears fucking video games are magic tricks, right? They're fucking illusions, Michael. They're fucking they're full-blown pen and teller shit, right? Video games are magic tricks. Bioshock, right? The, what makes Bioshock so good is the same thing that makes pen and teller awesome is that they it, Bioshock tells you that it's doing this magic trick, right? And you and you're like, "Holy fuck, that's so cool." Right? It's so cool that it's presented the magic trick for me. And meanwhile, it's doing 7 million other magic tricks underneath it that make it so that you don't realize, like, that, that you never even see, that it doesn't say anything about. It. And those magic tricks make make the fucking game amazing. That's Penn and Teller shit, right? Like, it's a magic trick. And every video game does magic tricks, every single fucking one. And Halo is doing a different kind of magic trick. It's a new magic trick. It's 2021's favorite magic trick. Because the magic trick Halo Infinite is presenting is that it is a finished game when it's absolutely not. It's fucking not, man. And like, but it, it seems to be, right? It's got you looking at one hand and you've got this fight. You've got the Zeta Halo and you've got all this shit. You've got a complete... Uh, Arguably a complete story. Um, you've got like an open world and all these missions and all this shit. And that's on one hand. And on the other hand, right, it is making like 7 billion different cards disappear. One of these cards is uh, like you can't actually visit half of the fucking map that it presents you. You cannot. Except when, except during main missions, uh, during the main mission portion where you're allowed to go there, you can't visit half the fucking map. Uh, the complete story is missing uh, almost an entire Halo game's worth of story. Uh -huh. Nate, me and Nate were talking about it yesterday and he thinks a large, like maybe half of it might be in Halo Wars 2, which has got to be the fucking banana shit I've ever heard in my life because nobody played Halo Wars 2. Like the fucking four people who played Halo Wars 2 for the campaign be like, fuck yeah, Aatrox is back. Yeah, fuck yeah, I get all of this. This is fucking awesome. Or anyone who remembers Halo 5 for its campaign, which is zero people alive. Not even the fucking lore master at 343 Industries remembers hmm. the, the campaign of Halo 5. Everyone, like the, the fucking bargain the world made for them to make another Halo game was that we all collectively forgot that Halo 5 existed. So anyway, there's an entire, like that full finished story a full Halo game's worth of fucking content is missing from that story. And I have no idea where it is. But they talk about shit where I was like, <clears throat> I played Halo 5 all the way through to the end and I reviewed it for games on net. Uh, and I was pretty scathing, but I was not the lowest score in the world because we'd stopped giving games scores on games on net at the time. Um, I, did, I did get blacklisted from Microsoft for the score I never gave it. Uh, because they thought I was Ozgamers Review, which is the second last score in the world. That review, written by Nate. Uh, Nate is a giant Halo fan. Like, not as big a Halo fan as he is a Battlefield fan, but it's pretty fucking close. Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. I'd say it's pretty close, right? And he hated Halo 5. Like, anyone... People arrive there eventually, 
arrived to hating Halo 5 eventually. But when it first came out, everyone was like, Halo 5's great. Oh, you're just a hater. Oh, you, you don't like Halo at all. You're a Sony, Sony PlayStation fanboy or some shit. Idiot shit. Halo 5 was bad. Everyone fucking knows it. Anyway, moving on. There is an entire... Fi- I was, I'm sitting there listening to this story. I'm like, I, like, I get that there's a decent chance I fell asleep during Halo 5, but fuck me. What the fuck is going on here? No clue what is going on. So that's another car that they just disappear, right? The... What's is there? There's the fucking complete absence of co-op which has been in the game since the very fucking start, the series since the very fucking start, is a staple of the series. Which was supposed to be there. Was supposed to be there. Will eventually be there. Somehow they admitted that it was excised from the game and and people were like, yeah, fair enough. Well, you know, if you need more time, you need more time. No, they released a finished fucking game, right? Uh, Allegedly finished game. Uh, Right? So that's another card. Like all these cards are disappearing, right? Uh, there are a whole bunch of intangible things, right? And what they do, like little little things, like a largely meaningless progression system, uh, collectibles that don't really matter, all these these tiny little things that impact your gameplay experience, but you probably won't notice a lot of the times because that's the fucking magic trick, right? That's what they got you looking at in one hand while they're disappearing all these cards in the fucking other. Man. Yeah, we got a grapple hook. Look at the grapple hook. Dude, the, it's the a grapple, grapple hook. hook. The grapple hook is the best fucking magic trick they've got. It is fucking amazing. Because, like, you sit there, like, breaking the bounds of the open world experience, right? The first fucking two hours of Halo Infinite are just full-blown Halo tedium, right? Classic Halo kill chamber rooms where, you, like, the door is locked and you can't open the door and you walk up to the door button and you're like, why won't it open? And, like, at... Like, they're so, you play it by rote, right? Like, nothing in these scenarios requires a particular level of fucking attention to be paid. And so my mind wanders. And all I can think about is, like, these coven, they're the banished, not the coven, whatever that fucking means. They all look like the covenant as far as I can tell. That was space racist, by the way. Spacist. Uh, they all, like... There must be a scenario, right, where one of these dudes, like, is wandering around. One of these little fucking dudes is wandering around and he accidentally triggers the lockdown, right? And then everyone in that room has to have a discussion on who has to die so that they can, like, unlock the door. Like somebody has to be designated as the master chief to die so that the door can unlock so they can all go to the fucking the mess hall, right? That has to have happened because this door locks until either master chief is dead or all the banished in the room are dead. That has to be a scenario that has happened at some point. Anyway, they do this kill chamber shit that I don't enjoy. Uh, I have a problem with kill chamber level design. I've been... Very upfront about it over and over and over again. Uh, it got me blacklisted by uh, Microsoft back in the Halo 4 days uh, when I railed that game for its particular implementation of it. But what they are doing correctly is they're having the fun fucking uh, enemy types, right? 
343 Industries had this really bad trend of introducing these terrible fucking in, uh, enemies that nobody liked fucking playing, like the fucking Prometheans and whatnot, right? That were just fucking boring as fuck to fight against. They just, and there are a handful of enemies like that in Halo Infinite, but they're so sparingly used, except in the final boss fight where they're overwhelmingly present. Uh, but that boss fight doesn't matter. None of the boss fights particularly matter. Um, so you wind up in these situations like in the previous games where you're just fighting these fucking boring fucking enemies. But that's not the case, right? They realized that what they needed to do was have you fighting the Covenant because the best thing Bungie did was create a bunch of enemies with a shit ton of fucking like uh, personality, right? The little grunts running around, they're like, oh my god, he's coming! And they're fucking terrified of you, or like, they'll shit talk you. When the, when they get a couple of hits on you, they're like, oh yeah, come back and I'll give you a grenade! And you're like, fucking, alright, little motherfucker, here you go, here's my grapple hook, Beep. smash, right? That's good. They go back to that shit, that's the best introduction, the best thing that Banished allowed them to reintroduce was the Covenant enemy types, because nothing 343 ever invented for the Halo series was anywhere near as interesting as any of the Covenants, right? So, awesome. That's good. Still, it's kill chamber shit, boring as fuck. You go onto an elevator, or you can grapple around, which is good, which is objectively awesome, uh, and then you jump on this elevator, and I actually think they biffed this a little bit, to be honest. I think they biffed this moment uh, because you get to the top of the elevator and you sort of open up into Halo. And I think they could have done it better, right? They could have done it like fucking Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater where you, you, know, you don't have to climb a ladder while fucking... Cynthia Harrell singing, but like you could have had like the fucking rising halo theme as as the elevator is lifting, and then the elevator lands or, or arrives at the top, and then bang, that's it. It's fucking. But there's like a couple of corridors for some reason before you see the fucking open world, and I have no idea why. But like, yeah. You could have just opened straight bang onto the fucking ring and then that would have been, hey, this is fucking Halo. You're in fucking Halo, man. This is not fucking 343's corridor shooter bullshit that they've done over and over and over again and like ruined this fucking series. You're on a fucking Halo going to Halo shit. And like what makes Halo Infinite work? What makes the fucking misdirect work is that it taps straight straight into the guts of what your mind always thought halo was doing right that second second or third level of halo uh itself when you're actually on the ring and you can go you jump in a fucking warthog and go fucking anywhere and you just like sort of accomplish some fucking fights in any order you want that's what Halo, that was the promise that Halo made, right? And as the series went on with Bungie, they sort of did it. They sort of expanded on it. You'd get like these bigger and bigger missions 
uh, with like larger sandbox areas for you to do shit around in, fly a banshee and like all this kind of shit that they'd sort of expand upon each time. And then 343 took over and they're like, yeah, you're in the bowels of a halo uh, and you're fighting these robot things with zero personality and... Like, the fa- the best thing about Halo games is hiding behind cover while your shield comes back up. So we put... not They're not jackal snipers, but they're basically jackal snipers. There's 7 billion of them. I hope you enjoy this fucking level because there's 18 more of these levels like it directly after this one. And that was, that was fucking 343's tenure until Halo Infinite. You open up. You're on a fucking halo. You see the rings stretching up into the horizon, like that fucking, the city folding in on itself in Inception. And you're like, holy fucking shit. I'm on a fucking halo. This is so fucking cool. And it's like, go and, go and wallop uh, Fob Bravo or some shit, right? Like, you go and take over these forward operating bases and... It's not quite climbing towers in Far Cry, but it's basically climbing towers in Halo. It's the Halo, uh, sorry, f- climbing towers in Far Cry. It's the Halo version of it in that you have mm. to kill everyone nearby. You have to commit banished genocide as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I'm going the other way, motherfuckers. Like, fuck you. I have a grapple hook, so I'm going to do whatever I fucking want. And you guys can talk to me about it later. I'm, I'm out. See you later. And that's what I did. And I immediately found myself in an out-of-bounds area. And it was the only time that that happened until much later in the game. Uh, and I think it was... I think it's flagged incorrectly or something. I don't know. It seemed like a mistake. Um, but basically, right above where you open out, there's like a structure. And you can fling yourself into it and it will tell you to turn back. Uh, but what you can do is go over to an island that's sort of north of where you start and you can go get into a fight that you shouldn't get into. Absolutely shouldn't, don't get into that fight. Uh, but you can acquire some stuff up north uh, pretty pretty early and it's pretty fucking rad. It's, uh, it's cool stuff. Like it changes how you look at a Halo game, right? It's that Skyrim shit, right? Where you're like, oh, yeah. Totally going to go to Whiterun. Can't wait to go to Whiterun. Anyway, I'm going to go this way. Um, I'm going to go meet a talking dog, I suppose. Mm. And uh, I'll get to Whiterun when I'm ready. So, yeah, you go to this North Island. You fucking loop back. You go around a fucking mountain. You come at Fob Bravo from a completely unexpected angle. Fucking bang. Grapple your fucking way in. There's no fall damage. So none of that shit fucking matters. You grapple all the way over a fucking mountain so you can fucking crash in on these cunts and just ruin everyone's day. Grab a fucking hammer and start hammering and shit. And it's fucking awesome, man. Like, it is the coolest shit. And the game stays like that for fucking three-ish hours like just more of that and even when it goes a little bit narrower you have to go into this installation uh it's actually not it still feels like you're part of that bigger world and so the fucking the illusion continues the fucking misdirect continues working the magic's still happening and you are fucking tricked man and it's fucking awesome and it's so good to play because they actually nailed the fucking fundamental parts of Halo this time and they added a grapple hook. So, like, the the fact that you 
aren't bound to any particular area. It doesn't super matter because you've got all this mobility. So you can fling yourself like just, you know, I wrote it in the review. You fling yourself in, do some fucking damage and fling yourself back out again. And it feels fucking awesome, man. And it fucking works. And it's good fun. And then as you go further into the game, you realize that they haven't finished this fucking game. The magic trick doesn't work as well anymore, right? Once you reach about the two-thirds portion, once you reach the final act of the game, uh, it stops really working. Well, like, if you can see through these things, it stops really working. Because suddenly it's just corridor after corridor after corridor. This is, the this like, the corridor part of a Halo game is 343's, like, default... I've got like default interview questions that I bake into my brain when I'm doing an interview so that if I happen to wipe myself out uh, with jet lag slash alcohol the night before doing an interview on an overseas trip, I have these baked in so I can reach. Like how many polygons on their head? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, How many teraflops does the hair take to render? Um, yeah, no, like I've got these, like, yeah, this is, this is their default stuff, right? And, uh, you use the default stuff to buy time so you can get to the awesome stuff. And that's generally how my overseas interviews have gone, right? I fucking, this stuff about the, the dude going and you didn't listen to Adele's CD, didn't, oh, this guy, oh, he didn't even listen to Adele CD before he interviewed her. What a fucking disgrace. I'm like, oh, shit. Is that, is that bad? Fuck. Because I've, I've done so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone is aware of this, but I have explained on a podcast how one time I woke up and ate bed chicken before going on a pre- to a preview event like 15 minutes later, uh, like, yeah, I didn't realize, I didn't realize that was, anyway, anyway, don't worry about it. Um, fucking, that's the default stuff, right? They just fucking rail in on this shit and the last third of this fucking game is just all 343 default. There is one section that sort of expands, but you can't go back. There's an entire quarter of this map that you can't fucking go to, man. Like I tried flying there, post game and you just get the like because eventually you unlock banshees and wasps and shit shit like that so you can fly wherever the fuck you want you don't have it from the start uh they're cleverly restricted they even have a semi-plausible in-game narrative explanation for it which i appreciated um but once you unlock these uh these these flying vehicles you can go wherever the fuck you want except for the fact that you can't and that's the problem that's the problem that this fucking game has, man. Like, you wind up in these situations where, like, it's it becomes too apparent, or it, it became too apparent to me uh, that that it was unfinished, that that they they're pulling a trick, that it is a, a big old trick, and the problem is, the problem I have is, I had the most fun I've had with a Halo game. That that magic trick they pulled was the best Halo game I've played in a in like a decade. In more than a decade. That's the problem. 
The problem is I'm so fucking starved. My expectations were so fucking low based on 343's previous efforts outside of the MCC. And even even the fucking launch of MCC was absolutely abysmal. Uh, but like my my expectations were so fucking low that I was like, this, it still works, man. I played I play Halo on fucking, or maybe not launch day, but like close to launch. And it was a revolution, right? Like, and that's the problem, right? Halo taps into some shit for people, right? Halo taps into nostalgia in ways that other games just can't. And so it, it's going to get, it's going to get passes that other games just won't, right? Like, the, just never would. Icarus would never get these passes, right? Even though I'd say they're both probably about as finished as one another. They're both mm. as ready for a fucking 1.0 launch as as each other. But one of them has the the brute and might of the fucking one of the largest software companies in the world behind it, and the other one is a tiny indie game from the the with no fucking background out of New Zealand. And one of them has a 20-year legacy, and the other one was invented late last year i assume i don't fucking know like that's the problem yeah like what they did is they had a whiteboard in the office of 343 industries and they split it up into two columns and it had must have and they had nice to have and they started going through shit and they're like must have uh, an ending of some sort However we get there, it must have an ending. And then in nice to have, they were like, co-op. And obviously that should have been in the other fucking column, but they chucked it in nice to have. And well, it was probably in the must have column. And then and they got it rid of two it. months ago, they were like, we're still not going to make this. It's never going to happen. I think, I think Halo Infinite has networking issues that they have also managed to cleverly disguise. They have managed to fucking dodge real nice. Uh, because the the multiplayer, the networking is garbage. The hit detection is for shit. I like I've seen people crowing about how it's coming out of the gate with this complete esports roadmap, and uh, seems to me like a forced meme. To be honest, uh, game a game should have a complete. I don't know. Yeah competitive viability before it has a competitive roadmap in my ability but this one doesn't the melee still doesn't work the networking is still garbage and if the networking in that game is garbage on a 4v4 map there's no way it's going to function on an open world map there's no way you can get past that desync right that's what they're that's what they're wrestling with and so i think may when they think they can have co-op out, which won't be May, it'll be June. I think that is when we'll have a proper version of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. I think we can probably marry those two together. The other thing, like, you know, you know what's wild is like everyone's complaining yesterday about how you can't revisit levels. I don't know if you saw this. It was the This was the outcry about Halo yesterday. Okay. How come nobody talked about this in their fucking reviews? I talked about it in my review. Yeah. How come how come it wasn't discussed in their reviews? Did like nobody seemed to care until until it was something to care about? It's odd, man. It's odd. It was 
you know, obviously it was important enough to me because I think it's important that you be out, like that you can fucking hundred percent a save game in one run. But if you miss a skull in the first level, you never go back. You can't go back. You got to start the fucking game over. And if you don't realize this until you're just about finished, then that's it. You got to fucking yeah. start from scratch. You miss a skull at any point during a fucking level. You basically have to sit there with a fucking video up telling you where all skulls are or spend every second trying to find whatever you fucking can. Hmm. Like that's that's fucking cooked, man. Like there's all these little things, all these tiny little things. Uh, the fucking, you know, the economies. Uh, there's, there's not a meaningful progression system in uh, Halo. I finished the game with a fuck ton of these Spartan cores that I just never spent. A Spartan cores is what you use to upgrade your Spartan. Uh, your Master Chief. Master Chief. Uh, and you can upgrade your grapple hook, your shield, uh, your fucking target sensor or whatever the fuck it's called that I never used, your drop shield, which I never used, and your dash, which I used but only sort of as a joke. Um, and so I upgraded the shield and the grapple hook. I upgraded the grapple hook immediately. If you're playing Halo Infinite and if you've got Game Pass, I heartily recommend it. Like... If you want to play with friends, play it on normal now, right? So you can get a feel like for one of the, it, it is a joyous play experience. It's fucking awesome. The grapple they've put together is fantastic and it combines with the shooting experience so well. Play it on normal. Don't play it on heroic. Don't play it on fucking legendary. Holy fuck. Like just play it on normal. And then when co-op comes out in six months, six months, air quotes, uh, play it on fucking Legendary with a friend. Or if they're doing four-player co-op again, then three friends. Like, that is how you should fucking do that shit. Don't do it fucking... Don't do it now. But play normal. If you've got Game Pass, absolutely no reason to not. It's $90, and that is fucking out of control to me. Uh, but as a Game Pass game, it's far better than two of the other Game Pass games... Luke's talked about this fucking week. Uh, it's far better than Lawnmower Simulator and fucking Bass Pro Fishing, whatever the fuck. Uh, Bassmaster. <laughs> like, it's a, it's not a complete game. Mm. It's not even close to a finished game, uh, in my opinion. It's so far off it. And it's yeah. been, but, it, but it's been getting the praise that it has been getting because it does its particular magic trick so it fucking well. It does the well. Halo thing. It does Halo. It feels like Halo in a way that we haven't felt a Halo game in fucking ages. Right. So it's a, it's an 86 on Metacritic right now. Do you think that's a appropriate spot for it or it should be less? It's not what I would have scored it. I would have scored it like 65. So you would be the lowest. Is, there is, there's, no, there's no way there's nothing lower than a 7. No, you would be the lowest. The 7 is the lowest right now. That is fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, no, there's no, there's no way. It like, you can't like. They know it's not finished. Three four three has admitted it's not finished, man. Like that is out of control. It is so undercooked, a fucking experience. That's disappointing. That is disappointing. But Battlefield twenty forty two got a ten. I don't know. I mean, but that's the thing, right? Is that I've come to expect 
less from my colleagues at this point. When when the Battlefield 2042 reviews rolled out and it started at like, was it in the 80s on Metacritic? Somewhere around yeah. there? Yeah. Maybe low 80s, high 70s. Uh, it's now down to 60, some, 60 something. Four? Yeah. 65. Yeah. Um, but like, that was, that was also a, oh, maybe this game is fucked. Like, as opposed to uh on the outset having a bunch of outliers of like me being the lowest one on there being like this is not a this is fucked like it's it's not that great and then people giving it like you said a 10 or like a you know nines eights that sort of thing uh and eventually once the word of mouth got out it was more like oh maybe we should lower these scores a little bit like the fact that that game is still a six five to me is Mm. wild (laughs) <laughs> it's bananas yeah that is out of control yeah um, um so yeah for, for them to for halo to be coming out an 8.6 when i saw that i was like or it was higher at that point i think it was like an 8 80 88 or 89 when it first dropped uh so it has been getting lower but even at that point i was like i think i'm gonna wait because just my experience from the last couple of games not even battlefield but like far cry right i, I feel like i was on point with far cry as well right. I was like, I'll, I will wait and see my mm. own experience. Like they've they've just removed too much of it leading up to this. Like, and it wasn't like they told us a year ago. Like, oh, we're not going to get multiplayer. Uh, we're not going to get um, co-op in there in time. It was like pretty close to release. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, and the other thing was like, I was hearing from people that had played it because it's people have had reviews for this for quite a while like a lot of people have had reviews for like a month now others not as long but um that it was quite short that it was only like you could pretty much finish it in like 10 to 12 hours um and for me that seems short as well for a for a game that they were saying was an open world game i was like that seems a bit short for an open world game to me uh, I actually think it's a really well-timed experience because there was, like, there's been this trend of open world games to just get, like, longer and longer. Yeah, like 60, 70 hours. Right? And yeah. I I actually felt like this was, but but that is taking into account the fact that there isn't that much going on. Right. And I think there's there is variation. a balancing act between... Uh, not doing an overwhelming amount of collectibles and having a satisfying amount of of play to do, like play to experience. There just isn't that much to do on a Halo world. Like without it, without it, without it feeling like I was, by the end of that game, I was already feeling pretty bad for the grunts. Like this dude doesn't like if I didn't have to kill everyone in this fucking room, I would probably let a bunch of these grunts just live. I'd probably just blast past them on the grappling hook. Like, because you do wind up getting to a point where you're like, I have like fucking Charlie and always sunny. after he's killed so many rats, he's just like killed generations of rats and he's down about how many rats he's killed. Like, that's how you feel about these grunts. You're like, fucking hell. I have just wiped out entire fucking families of grunts and they are terrified of me 
But yeah, like I think it, I, do, I think it doesn't outstay its welcome until it starts doing the hyperlinear shit. And then I felt like, yeah, I could have used a bit more of the open world shit. Like absolutely. Like I said, about 25% of the fucking map is not available to visit outside of a main mission. Uh, and I, I don't like that. I would have liked to explore it. I explored it, but yeah. That said, I think 18 hours, I think, is how long it took me. 18 hours was a satisfying amount of time. Yeah. 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 Um, but like to to you, to you, like you've heard us go to bat for fucking for our colleagues in reviews over and over and over again on this podcast, I think. Uh, and I think I got to do it again. Like, honestly, it's a, it's a, the a review is a subjective thing. Mm -hmm. Most people don't like people don't watch a magic trick, right? People don't watch a magic trick. Most people don't watch a magic trick and try to work out how it was done, right? That's just not what's happening, yeah. right? And I don't think a critic's job is to determine how a magic trick is done necessarily, right? Uh, if if it makes if it if it brings you joy, right, then it has done its job, right? Uh, I don't. I personally don't think Halo Infinite did the trick so well that I couldn't ignore the the inner workings of the mechanism right. and involved. Yeah, but you you were never like, how did they do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like, yeah, I wasn't actively seeking it out. But I think that I think that you could very easily miss like once it's it's glass shattering shit once you've seen it right once the glass is shattered it can't be f stuck back together but if it never shatters then i you know I, I just i can't fault people who reviewed it and and said it was good i just don't i just can't fathom that i'm the well i know i'm not the only one who who felt this way because i know nathan reviewed it and he, but he, his scores don't go on Metacritic. I think he didn't even give it a score for reviews. Where do you review it? Uh, reviews.org or com or oh, whatever okay. it is. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think their scores go up. But like, yeah, I'm just surprised that a 65 would be the lowest. Probably, it would probably be a 60, to be honest, because I think in terms of five stars. But, um, and I'd probably give it a three. I just don't. Yeah, I'm just surprised, man. Like I, I'm surprised that nobody else saw through it, to be honest. But at the same time, I can see how a lot of people wouldn't. I can see how a lot of people wouldn't see through the fucking the ruse, because it's a very good ruse. It, it until uh, up until a certain point, it's a very good ruse, and then yeah, I think it falls apart. But yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I mean, I'm excited to play it. Um, I guess a little bit less so because I the other thing I posted about was like the digital foundry deep dive on the tech, and it sure. was something that I noticed when I was playing the multiplayer. 
is it just felt off like something was wrong with it mm. and um uh we talked about it on here i was like there's a weird stutter going on yeah and you were like there's no stutter but i think i made the argument that you no, couldn't you see the argued fucking... you argued that i wouldn't notice the stutter because i didn't notice it in star wars, star you never, wars. Even, <laughs> never even gave me an opportunity <laughs> to not notice the stutter yeah um and so they put out a, a video being like oh yeah it's there's this stutter that's going on and we don't know why it's doing it but it's in the main game as well so that's kind that's got me a little bit worried because i just felt like in the multiplayer when i was playing it it just didn't feel great on pc at least this is pc mm. exclusive um i mean the issue. game's not pc exclusive but these this issue the issue is exclusive yeah. to the pc um but they also dived into a bunch of other things and it's stuff that i also had issues with like just settings in the windows um version of the game just not being up to par like weird things of not being able to set like exclusive full screen um or setting your frame rate to a number like weird numbers like you couldn't put it to um 140 or 120 hertz it needed to be like 119 hertz yeah. or something like that just weird stuff like that you're like this is microsoft making this stuff like yeah at the same time like i've uh, i'm not surprised because the windows store is garbage and uh the xbox app on pc is garbage but i i expect better from them right um and i i just don't think that that game on PC is going to be in a good spot. Did you play it on PC or did you play it? I played it on PC and yeah. uh, it's so much easier on PC. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to play uh, all the other, um, all the other Halo for review on fucking console. And to be fair, like Halo is why I'm able to clap cunts on fucking controller uh, as much as I do, but still I'd prefer PC keyboard and mouse every day good yeah Lord. um so yeah i'm a bit cautious about that and, and just they talked about how it's just like not optimized very well at all for the standard of how i mean the, it's not visually doing anything that's like above and beyond anything else that like the frame rate you're getting in that game or the like the the performance you're getting is equivalent to something that is doing far more than yeah. what halo is doing and so they've they've looked into like cpu limitations and stuff they're just finding all sorts of weird stuff that is going on in that game and so that's kind of got me a bit disappointed because um you know you want you want to you know you you've got an expensive computer and you kind of you play games on here because you want them to run great and look amazing and when you get a a, a a port that is not anywhere up to scratch it's kind of like well i've sort of that's not cool <laughs> yeah um but yeah i'm keen to play it i've got it uh, i preloaded it yesterday and for whatever fucking reason it's now downloading the whole thing again as well so that's annoying yep. um, i love it because game the game pass app on xbox sucks um <laughs> so yeah i don't know i'm still keen to play more today i'll, I'll definitely jump in and, and check it out but i'm not uh again i didn't read any review i didn't read your review i didn't read anyone's review i kind of wanted to go in fresh um suck it now yeah because i thought i was gonna get some time to play it this morning however long but then it would it started downloading the whole thing i was like cool all right guess i'm not playing any this morning i was just i was just listening to 40 minutes of job shitting on it so uh great uh just to just to clarify one last time like i said in my review like i think it is unbelievably playable and if you have game pass you should fucking do it 
but yeah. I would not pay full price for this game right now under any circumstances. It's Game Pass yeah. 100% and $90, which is what it costs on Steam, suck right. my dick. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, did I I can't, did I link this to you guys, the Jeff Gerstmann review about Halo Infinite? And I read parts of it, the parts that weren't talking about Halo Infinite. He went into detail right. about... Uh, what is like sort of like what is the point of reviews anymore if you can play a game like this on game pass um in terms yeah. of like product reviews like why am i re- telling people they should get this game and i think his i think his notion was like this game is not a 90 dollar game or, or a 60 dollar game right but yep. it's a game pass game like i absolutely recommend people playing on that so like what is the point of me doing this whole review why, yep. why am i writing three thousand words um i don't know i thought it was interesting snippets to read uh but again that's not what you and i are doing here every week we're usually going a bit deeper in this sort of stuff like spending an hour talking about icarus and you know whether or not just it's a good game is try not to read into it you read some of jeff gerstman's review and you read any of my review no no because he talked about reviews the review format as opposed to i didn't read about the halo review right no, it's yeah. too late. I'm, I'm already hurt. <laughs> I skipped past all the stuff he was talking about Halo. I went to the other bits. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you go. That's Halo Infinite. We'll talk about that a bit more, I think, um, next week once I've had a bit of time to play uh, some yep. of that. Let's well, do some I'm news. I'm doing the multiplayer review for Oz Gamers, and I wanted to oh, wait juicy. Uh, to write it until the one, like the release version was out because it technically in beta up until today right uh, i don't know that it had any meaningful changes implemented but in theory it could have and i didn't want to fucking risk it if it did so yeah i wasted right. it out keep an eye out yeah. for that one yeah. uh let's do some news there's a bunch here we'll smash through this busy week in news uh first up ubisoft has uh released their first nft uh, which works in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, where you are owning uh, the cosmetic items by completing missions, uh, which allows you to then sell those items on a storefront, and other people can buy them. Um, wasn't popular. wasn't popular at all. This announcement it received 95% dislikes on YouTube, and they have since unlisted that video it's still there you can if you've got the link you can you can watch that video but they've removed it from their page um people were not happy about this but i mean at this point like this stuff is here to stay i don't know Uh, it's happening it's happening well uh ljm posted uh about it on twitter and uh we were having a, a bit of a discussion and Ben Britton uh, from Mighty Games jumped in and pointed out that uh, the only part of this that is like linked to the blockchain is literally a link to the servers. So when Ubi shuts down the servers... The breakpoint servers. The breakpoint servers... This does nothing. It links to nothing. So it's actually even less 
than nothing at all. You are purchasing effectively a fucking hyperlink. It is out of control uh, how impotent a fucking system, like an implementation it is. And yeah, I think there's a lot of cynicism around NFTs and I've said it a billion times that I don't understand them enough to really comment. Uh, But holy fuck, man. This implementation is just... It's cynical in and of itself. It's crazy shit. It should be fucking disliked. My question is, how do they know how... Like, it's got 95% dislike ratio. I thought they turned off dislikes. Oh, you can still see it. Like, there's Chrome extensions that enable it and that sort of thing. Like, that that number is still there. They're just hiding it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Steam's kind of sitting there in the background, like... Be, they've been doing this sort of stuff for years, right? With their marketplace and cosmetic items in their games. And uh, they're just not, I guess, as, you know, tech, tech ready as what NFTs are doing. Like they've got a bit more technology behind them. But this is basically the same sort of stuff Steam's been doing in the marketplace for years. Yeah. Selling cosmetics and people can trade them and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's just a little bit, tiny bit different. I don't know. Steam seems to be getting quite a bit of a pass with this sort of stuff at this point. Well, it's not um, attached to like the, the there's an underlying, I guess, underlying feeling that NFTs are like exploiting natural resources. Mm. Uh, that I think the Steam marketplace isn't really. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think it's doing. So I think that's part of what's going on here you know like there's a there's a a big swing at the moment uh against actively attempting to kill the planet and uh nfts are sort of going in the other direction like some sort of captain planet villain and uh so it hasn't really captured the zeitgeist of people who are hoping to not live in in water world by the year 2050 you know so i think there's that too that's why steam gets away with it yeah yeah uh all right so we'll keep an eye on that this won't be the first nft announcement to come there's it's gonna happen at this point everyone's gonna be having them um next up we got raven software staged a walkout after over a dozen qa team members were laid off uh, this is after those team members were relocated to a new office or a new location in Wisconsin. Um, and we're in the midst of salary negotiations to uh, get a better pay rate. Um, yeah. So Activision Blizzard let those employees go. And uh, the rest of Raven decided to stick up for them and stage a walkout, which at least the last time I checked was going for more than two days. Um, Fucking good on them. Yeah, that's shit. The it's, continued it's, shitness of Activision Blizzard keeps on happening. Yep. And uh, we will continue to not cover their games. Fair enough. As um, result, that's the, like, I mean, I guess we talked about this before. It's the least we can do, right? It's going to be interesting with the Game Awards tomorrow. Uh, I mean, I yeah. Like I mean, we've talked about this. Well, did we yeah, talk we about have. it? I think there was a bit of um, people coming after Jeff Keighley talking about like, are you going to do anything about this? And he sort of 
said no, which is weird, right? And I think it's weird. It back. I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, if, I think he needs to say like something acting. off the top of the bat, right? They got King Lizard Vision, like, staff or, like, board members on the board of the Game Awards, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mm. I mean, I think they need to say something, right? Absolutely. Be- because he, he, remember he did that big thing with um, Kojima, right? When Konami yep. fired Kojima into the sun and he, uh, he was supposed to be presented with an award... And he he basically had this speech prepared talking about how it wasn't good, that they wouldn't allow him to accept this award and all this sort of stuff. Like, he's sort of done this sort of thing before, but when it comes to one of the biggest game companies in the world, he obviously doesn't want to interfere with his marketing and, and receiving money from those people. So I don't think that's the right way to go about it, personally. I, I would yeah. stand up for it. Like, it's, it's the, probably the biggest platform... Uh, for gaming, I would say, for, from a you know entertainment standpoint. So why not? Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll watch and see what happens tomorrow, and hopefully they do something about it. Um, just to make people more aware, I guess is the the idea. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, we got Sony is preparing a Game Pass Hang competitor just back for next on that year. A minute, just yep. for a second. Fucking like the real kings at King Lizardvision. Uh, the fucking kings who staged a walkout in solidarity with their fucking QA members who got fucking run through the ringer mm. here. Like, good on. This is the best thing I've fucking heard about Warzone in fucking ages. It's yeah. fucking awesome shit. Good on them. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, next up, Sony is preparing a Game Pass competitor for next year. They're combining... Uh, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now together. This comes from a report from Bloomberg. Uh, so it's probably pretty solid. Uh, got some guts to it, yes. Not surprising. No. I mean, we've said it. it's needed to happen for a while. Uh, this is the easiest path of least resistance. Combine what play, PlayStation Plus is and PlayStation Now. And like, it's not like PlayStation Now hasn't existed for a while and it was pretty similar to, like, if anything, Game Pass sort of copied playstation they just did it way better because playstation insisted on splitting these products into two vaguely palatable offerings whereas game pass is just bundle it all together uh yeah so really a game pass competitor it's more they're finally doing their existing competitor correctly is my interpretation of it um yeah i i I think uh it's something that's inevitable we'll we'll sort of get to a point where um like i think game pass is going to increase in price at some stage like they have to right for sure Uh, there's just way too like the value of money in terms of of money (laughs) the value of the like sort of the product and what you're getting compared to how much you're paying is just yeah crazy um so, yeah, but I think Microsoft's happy to just sort of eat that at this, this stage and just cruise on for a bit. Sort of like what Netflix did where you get Netflix for 10, you know, uh, five bucks or whatever it was that started off. And now it's sort of like 10 bucks for the standard stream. Um, 20 bucks 20 for 4K. If you're on 4K. Which is, I've canceled my Netflix sub. Fuck them. 
Was, they upped it to 22. Mm. I'm like, fuck you. Peace out. And I wrote in, in Why Are You Leaving, I wrote The Audacity. Because how dare yeah. they? How dare they? The app. Um, all right, next up, we've got It Takes Two has been hit with a, a Take Two claim, copyright claim, which take is- Take Two Interactive has hit them up with a fucking trademark claim. Yeah, that's insane. Like, fuck off, Take Two. Piss off. It's, it's it's goofy as shit, man. Uh, do you reckon Joseph Farris is going to be at the Game Awards this year? Is he going to fucking pop off about this shit? Oh, I hope so. Very entertaining. Yeah, we're, you we're, should actually we're hope he doesn't. Right? You you should fucking <laughs> hope he doesn't because if he does, fucking what are they? Haze Light. Haze Light will be a fucking Rockstar, like fucking Grand Theft Auto porting studio by this time next year because they'll have been fucking because take two will fucking own them if he says anything they're just they're in so much trouble they gotta fucking play this real quiet yeah we're uh, buying you now fuck off um <laughs> i think this is dumb man copyright claim sometimes is stupid this is one of those situations where dumb as shit one of those goofy gross situations where like you sort of get it, I oh I kind of get it, right? Like take two as a you know, they have a responsibility to protect their fucking trademark, blah blah blah, blah, blah right? And there is <clears throat> perhaps a reasonable fucking argument to be made that uh they need to protect their trademark over take two. It's in games. It takes two. They s- sound vaguely similar, but like the fucking you know the pub test, right? The pub test is, I don't think it holds any water. Unfortunately, the pub test is not a legally viable test. So, a legal, legally viable defense. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, strange. I guess we'll find out more about that as it happens. Um, yeah. Two more stories here. One of them uh, comes from tom henderson we've talked about a bunch here is a video game reporter uh splinter Sco- splinter cell is scoped to be an open world game like assassin's creed but with more stealth uh no no thank you i am i am good i'm not particularly um, interested in that but i would uh <laughs> i am interested in splinter cell i'm not I interested would like in to that splinter cell yeah like i i when i think of splinter cell like i want those I'm okay with those sort of like linear enclosed areas. Like I want a splinter cell that's sort of like a, a hitman or like that sort of thing. I don't want an open world game where yeah. I'm climbing fucking towers and I don't know, what is he doing on the tower? He's he's like connecting a computer to it or something and yeah. now he can see everything around the world. I don't know. Yeah, It's dumb. Awesome. I'm not interested. Stop it. Stop it, Ubisoft. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trying to piss us off with this stuff. Um, so yeah, any thoughts on this? Any more thoughts? No more thoughts. I mean, yeah, I think we've uh, summed it up pretty well. Uh, I don't think anyone particularly wants this, but if they can do something interesting, then yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be intrigued to see what they do with it. I guess. Yeah, sure. just make it good. Uh, and the last piece of news we've got here is DICE. A lot of big things happening over at DICE. Um, massive restructures, people leaving, uh, a lot of leads leaving. Uh, the big one is the uh, Vince Ampella, the head of Respawn. Um, big name from back in the day, looked after Call of Duty, um, modern 
Jason West and Vince Serpella basically created Infinity Ward. Yeah. Yeah. This is after they kicked off the uh, Medal of Honor series, smashed that out of the park, Allied Assault, great game. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they've been working on, uh, you know, he's been doing respawn stuff, Titanfall, Apex Legends, Jedi Fallen Order, has now been brought in to be the head of DICE. Um, That's pretty big, (laughs) I think. It's huge. Clearly like things are not going well over there right and they've had to restructure everything at this point yeah uh but they i think this is a scattershot approach right like they're just doing whatever they can to fucking they're scrambling right in 2042 i can't can't imagine they would have released it in the state that it was if they didn't think they were going to get away with some shit uh and they clearly didn't get away with anything but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, on top of that, uh, Tom Henderson, once again, has uh, put out basically a, a big like 30 minute video where he talked to a bunch of uh, current developers and past developers that worked on Battlefield 2042 to put together like a timeline of the development of that game and sort of what happened and what went wrong. Um, well, not, not even just like uh, he, he wasn't trying to shit on it. He was just more like putting together here is everything that I know about it and here's what people are saying, development teams, people in development side and what sort of happened back then. Um, I don't know if you managed to, to watch this one yet, but it goes pretty deep in terms of how this game sort of started and where it went up and where it ended up. Job, would you be surprised if this game started off as a Battle Royale game and they changed focus a year ago? I would not. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I'm disappointed because I would have preferred a Battle Royale game to this. Even a bad Battle Royale game to this. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, basically from the, the looks of it, like they were being told it was very hands-on from EA. EA just didn't want to do anything um, remotely new. They wanted to just copy Call of Duty was sort of what was put out there. Um and so uh, classes were basically jettisoned in early 2020. They um, and they started working on this hero shooter, which was a battle royale game, up until sometime mid last year. At which place they scrapped that, um, changed it to Hazard Zone, and then started implementing the conquest stuff and everything else that was around it. Um, yeah, and it just basically got to a point where things just didn't come together the one of the one of the interesting points in this video which i thought was quite fascinating because it said a lot about the experience that i had was that um orbital the map that we saw in the beta was the the sort of the very first map that they put out and was used as like a um it's like a, a, a starting point of what battlefield could be of having like hey there's a you know this giant um rocket ship that can take off and there's destructibility there and there's this tornado that comes in and um at one point they were going to have the map flood and that was kind of like hey here's what our maps will be but they just and i think that's i think that's one of the most interesting maps in battlefield in terms of it feels most complete um but then they just lost track and they didn't have enough time and so they put all these other maps in there and they're just so completely empty that 
there's just not they run out of time and and ea kind of just wanted to push this thing out there and that's when the uh the we got all this information about how like oh yeah it's 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 on track battlefield's on track because we you know the ceo was talking about it how it's on track and that clearly was a lie and they started bringing on other studios on board to try and help finish this game this there's actually um i don't think this was in the video because i saw it floating around today but respawn was brought in to help help qa the game um in like october (laughs) and they were finding issues with the maps being like like a bunch of the reasons why the maps are better than what they were is because we came in and and fixed a bunch of shit because they were just terrible well i mean they're, they're still terrible but yeah this thing came in hot anyway mm. i think it's a really interesting video people should absolutely watch it it's a good insight into chuck it in our discord so everyone can have it yeah it's about a 30 minute video it talks about like how battlefield started that they weren't given any room to work like they had all these ideas and just ea just didn't want to bar of it um and how it was one game up until last year it got shifted into a completely different game uh, into like hazard zone and that still was undercooked um they were having issues like uh, another big part of it was moving from the frostbite engine to a newer version they were basically using like the 2016 version of frostbite and it took them like 18 months to bring it up to the new version of frostbite and that was a bunch of their development time and so now they had like eight months to work on the fucking game um it's insane like and again like even this video being released just justifies my opinion even more that that game is fucking a turd yeah and and i feel like sending it to all the people that gave (laughs) this game a positive review and just being like you're amazing at reviewing games look at you you're you're on point we're retreading the same fucking like i definitely do not on any fucking level see how how battlefield could get a 10 but again some people just don't see beyond their experience you just gotta right. remember this shit man um the other interesting things that come out of this is they talk about the uh the future of battlefield um which is already being worked on um it is supposed to be a hero shooter uh at this stage they were talking about how it's not like factions fighting each other you know you've got like us versus russia in this one that it's not going to be that anymore it's just going to be like a some sort of fucking hero shooter thing then i won't what are they doing like it doesn't seem that difficult just oh my god fuck i don't know i don't know i don't understand like they're chasing call of duty but nobody like nobody wants to play that game if you want to play call of duty you play call of duty people want to play battlefield like they they got so greedy at the thought of getting call of duty numbers that they pissed away their guaranteed battlefield numbers i don't understand and they didn't get call of duty numbers right like it's such a remarkable fucking self-own yeah it's huge um they're also apparently working on a battle royale but that's quite a ways off um still well, still working on a battle royale i guess yeah that's still uh quite a ways off anyway we will post a link in the um in our discord page but yeah it's absolutely worth a watch i think it's a great video that credible so extremely credible sources that obviously not the whole picture but you get a a glimpse of just how frustrated a lot of these developers are as well trying to 
put together a game. And I said this from the start. It's not DICE's fault. This is clearly an EA fault. Like EA wanted to put out this thing mm. and it was not ready to be released. And I, But I still think that even six months from now, um, it won't be ready. Uh, a brand new patch comes out, I think. It might already be out or it's out tonight. The very last patch for the year, which is going to fix the hit registry problems in Battlefield 2042, um, which they've probably got to fix for. And uh, and some uh, recoil issue, not recoil issues, but they're tweaking the recoil and the, the weapon bloom um, or the spread, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but that's the last one for the year. And then that, that game is probably not getting another patch for till sometime in end of January, I would say. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's Battlefield. Battlefield's fucked. EA's fucked. Activision's fucked. Ubisoft is fucked. Take two's fucked. Everyone's fucked. It's all fucked. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. We got any questions for this week? I don't think we do. We do not. Yeah. All right. One more episode left for the year, really. Uh, really. One more proper episode, and then it's the fucking the nightmare. All rope mate in. All rope yeah. mate in, and do some. Do our usual, do some damage. Debauchery, yeah. Debauchery. I said debauchery. No, debauchery. That's the correct word. I got it. But yeah. All right. Anything you want to plug for this week? You've been working on, or anything you should recommend? Go to the gapodcast.com and have a look at my Halo Infinite review. Um, it's I went into way more depth about what I my the issues uh, on the podcast, uh, but I think it's uh, I think it reads well. Um, and uh, you can find out about uh, a girlfriend I had because I write about uh, an ex-girlfriend and one of the things she used wife. to do was super weird. No, not my wife. She oh. dumped me, actually. The girl in the review <laughs> dumped me, uh, which you should be weird. a terrible indictment on my character, really. Because um, nobody, nobody who does what she did should ever, unless they find another freak with the same particular predilection should yeah anyway uh but yeah so uh go check check that out and uh stay tuned to ozgamers for my uh full multiplayer review which should be up by the time you hear this by the time this goes public yes Mm. absolutely um all right i don't have anything to recommend i don't know i've watched i watched june last week on the big screen still good um nice yeah that is it that's podcast you can find us on itunes android windows store spotify youtube amazon music all places you get your podcasts from uh we're under the gap or the ga podcast if you have a moment rate and review the show helps other people find us on the internet uh you can also find us on discord the gapodcast.com slash discord you can jump in there we're playing uh we've been playing icarus this week um what else are we playing satisfactory Theoretically, yes. At some stage. Satisfactory. Uh, we're not playing Bassmaster Fishing 2022. That ship has sailed. Absolutely. Too late. Uh, but yeah, absolutely jump in there. We'll be playing a bunch of games from the Christmas break. Probably some um, uh, Satisfactory, Sea of Thieves, I think we'll probably jump into. It'd be good fun. So check that out. Uh, you can also find us on thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all of those uh, social media pages, that sort of thing. Past episodes of the show, feature work, Job's been written, written up. 
Mm. It's all good stuff. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast and you can become a recurring member. Help support the podcast, pay the bills, that sort of stuff. Greatly appreciate your support. We do. So grateful. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And that is it for this week. Uh, where can people find you on the internet, Joe? On Twitter? At JobyJojo on Twitter. I'm at Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E. And that is it for this week. Um, next week, more Halo, probably more Icarus, and whatever else is coming out. F- fights in tight spaces. I'll get some time with that. Nice. Uh, probably get back in a satisfactory and uh, and then we'll wrap up the year after that and come back and talk about all the good things, all the bad things, and everything in between. Uh, that's it. So there's that's a, a show. There's an update. There's an update for Hell at Loosely. Oh, is there? Ooh. Ooh. Is this the one where they put new new tanks in or new something? New tanks. New tanks. The Panther Four. Panther Which Four. Rather. Panzer Four. Uh, yep. Another tank for me to not be able to tell the silhouette of. People are like, "What tank is it?" I don't. I don't fucking know. German one. Yeah. It's, it's one. It's coming right for us. Run. What am I? What am I? The fucking <laughs> world of tanks? Get the fuck out. What am I? Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't fucking know. No. Uh, all right. There you go. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. See you then. Love you. Bye. Bye.